Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for more sports, as we will be talking about the NFL win totals. And if I'm talking NFL, you know I got Craig Needles with me. Uh, how the hell are you, Craig? I'm, uh, I'm doing good. I'm actually, uh, th- this podcast is being recorded uh, but moments after OG Ananobi hit a season-saving shot for the Raptors, Ooh, so I'm in nice. a good headspace. Ooh, yeah. Good for you. Um... That's good. Again, I have abandoned basketball, but I have not abandoned football. And here we are, Craig. The season is a week away. Like, as yeah, of, I know. As of, as it's of, hard to like, believe. Yeah, like uh, one week from today, we will be watching. Presumably, anyway, we will be watching uh, a Thursday night game. I believe the Chiefs are involved. I'm not exactly sure who they're playing. Chiefs on. and Texans. Chiefs and Texans. Great game, but like, man, yeah, that, is the, isn't that wild? Like, did it sneak up on you? It snuck up on me. I gotta say. Uh. Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit, just because of everything going on with the world, and yeah, and like the fact that we've been watching playoffs, like you just alluded to, the Raptors. That's yeah, that's a good point. Usually, and... there's a sports lull before the yeah. NFL starts. You aren't in the full pennant swing for baseball quite yet, and mm-hmm. we've been done with hockey and basketball for a while. It's a good point. Yeah, and but like I, I like as of us recording this, I got a game seven between the Avs and the Stars to sweat tomorrow. So hopefully, uh, yes, that's yeah, too. Yeah, hopefully that goes my way. So that that's why it's weird. I, I, I hope it goes like, your way as well, just for pure entertainment value. I think that mm-hmm. Colorado, Vancouver, and Colorado, Vegas are both much better series than anything to do with Dallas. Yeah, like, let's just get Dallas out of here. They're, they nobody wants to watch them play. Anyway, uh, what do you say we discuss NFL over under win totals, and yes. uh, we'll do this as quickly as possible, so we might not get as in depth as we normally do but who the hell knows it's us we'll probably get into it as we normally do but uh let us start off and since we're going in alphabetical order why the hell don't we start with like let's get on the hype train for this arizona cardinals team uh the most hyped team that i uh, can remember going into a season um where this team really didn't accomplish much that last year um i don't know what about what about the browns 365 days ago today that's true although i didn't i like i here's the thing there were people such as myself who were not um on the browns bandwagon uh 365 days ago because i was just like come on it's cleveland browns we're really giving the cleveland browns like like they opened up at nine and a half i will say the arizona over under uh win total is a little bit calmer but like if you like who it does not matter who you are listening to you could be listening to fantasy football guys you could be listening to actual guys you can be listening to guys who are like fuck analytics you could be listening to guys who are like analytics are the king anybody you listen to unanimous approval that this Cardinals team is the weird sleeper and that they, they're going to do next to yeah, but, wrong and just be an awesome offense. It's crazy. Yeah, but awesome offense, yes. But yeah. isn't there some general consensus that this is still probably a very bad defense? Yeah, I, I have. Like, I know I, they've added a couple of guys, but, like, mm-hmm. last year the Arizona Cardinals uh, defensive uh, DVOA was amongst the uh, – amongst the bottom of the NFL teams. And I just don't see how that's going to be all that different. They were 24th. Oh, sorry. They were 21st last year. So bottom third. 
is that going to be different this year? Like right. I, I thought, I think 21st was kind how that defense was a year ago. Yeah, and they did nothing to improve that defense in the offseason. The a- one thing they did is on the offense. Yes, fair. But like, if you like, he's a guy that if you don't use him properly, I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make. So yeah, it looks like the exact same guys. Like they, perhaps they expect to be healthier, which like maybe they're a little bit banged up there. I don't know if Patrick Peterson is ever going to be Patrick Peterson again, if you know what I mean. So I just uh, I think that this has all the markings of an eight and eight team that has a top six or seven offense and a bottom six or seven defense, and that translates to eight and eight. Yeah, they're going to be fun as hell. I think a lot of like thirty-five to thirty-one type games. Yeah, I, exactly. think, I think are in their future, right? So well, yeah. I can't. Well, like I, I feel as though this is like last year's Cowboys. Like mm-hmm. not not that we could have predicted the way things turned out for last year's Cowboys, but last year's Cowboys had a top five offense. They had a bottom third defense. They had some bad luck and some poor decisions in close games, mm-hmm. and they finished eight and eight. Yeah, isn't that what happens with the Arizona Cardinals in 2020? Yeah, most and they'll be those. fun as hell to watch, like you said. But I think that that to me is the most likely outcome. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, it's just weird to me. I can't, I can't, I haven't heard one person even like it's just because it's a, it's so backhanded with the Cardinals, right? Where it's just like this team is gonna be amazing, and also their defense isn't gonna be very good. You know, like it's it's that sort of thing. Like it's just people are really well, on the fight. Out Murray. On. They play the they, they play at the 49ers week one. Mm-hmm. Not so good, we're going to find out what, 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 what this team looks like. True. Also, you know, I mean, Niners have that. They're going to – they're the they're the candidate for the Super Bowl hangover, unfortunately, because that's – unfortunately, that's what happens when you lose the Super Bowl. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, it's crazy that you mentioned 8-8. Eight eight. They're over-under win total 7.5, uh, minus 120 on the over, minus 110 on the under, Craig. Uh, win total was the same last year at 7.5, uh, finished with five wins last year. I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I th- I think so too. I just think the defense is so bad that you're not winning nine games. Yeah, and um, yeah, even a couple of the games that they won, like obviously that. Oh, the, I mean, they had the weird tie with the with the Lions last year that probably should have been a loss, but uh, you know they got Patricia into a tie there. Um, yeah, I th- I think under two. Don't feel strongly about it to make it one of my one of my big. Uh, goes, but uh, the the Cardinals on paper to me better fantasy team than actual football team, and that and that's yeah. that's what I think a little bit of the Cardinals hype is coming from is I think people acquaint that they're probably going to be a very good uh, fantasy team with uh, with them being an actual football team, and um, I don't think there's anything that signif- signifies the gap between fantasy football and actual football quite like this stat I'm about to give you, Craig. Um, Jameis Winston last year, who had objectively the worst season a quarterback has ever had where they were allowed to play all 16 games. Uh, I think uh, f- I, 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 I don't know if I would say that's objectively true. I would pump the brakes on that. Yes, uh, from the perspective of taking care of the football, I'm sure he did. But <laughs> there have been guys who have thrown fewer interceptions whose teams have scored way fewer points. That's true. But like uh, that's why I was going to say because he, he threw 30 interceptions and is n- and like obviously that's so bad all-time record for interceptions yeah that's uh, terrible but was like fifth or something and fifth like top five quarterback or something in fantasy last year with third even with 30 interceptions so it's just yeah they were uh they were they were not good uh now in in from a even from an advanced perspective they were 22nd in dvoa on offense but it, it wasn't for a matter of um i, I i'm just saying that would you rather have Jameis Winston who's throwing 30 picks but also makes like a couple of nice throws a game? Or would you rather have – who's an example of a guy who played a lot and was just terrible the whole Mitch time? Trubisky. Maybe 
Sure. Yeah. There's there's one right there. Would yeah. you rather have Mitch taking care of the football and not doing anything positive? Yeah. I suppose I suppose there's a conversation there. Mm. I just don't know if I would put, put Jameis's 2020, uh, 2019 at 32nd amongst the starting quarterbacks. Is what yeah, I would it's say. fair enough. It's it's um, it's, it's uh, now it was bad. I'm not like you know if you throw the ball to the other team 30 times that is a goddamn problem and, and your like, team will probably be bad. And like but the they were seven guys, nine despite that, which is pretty incredible if you think about it. Yeah, and the analytics guys said something that not only did he throw the 30 interceptions, but he also got lucky with like like basically yeah, there were, like there he were should have 40. That, he he, had, yeah. he should have 40 apparently according to the analytics guys who who. Did weighted turnovers or something like that in his weighted oh, well, turnovers no, what, for like yeah, if you, Basically, if you're looking at tape and you're like, you know, percentage of throws that were dropped interceptions and, yeah. you know, you can you can work that stuff out. Oh, um, so, yeah, it could have been a lot worse than it was. So uh, now that being said, do you not have visions of at some point in week 10? Drew Brees goes down with an injury and Jameis Winston comes in and just lights up some team. Like, is that not something that you think will oh, happen yeah. this year? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm I almost think, certain it will. Yeah, it could happen for the same. For, and you know, like you, know what team, you know what team thing. is going to be? When do, they, when do they play in the Superdome? Oh, God. Uh, it's got to be early, right? One would think. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, in when, the Superdome. No, no, no. They, 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 the, the, the Saints will play in the Superdome eight times. But when does Tampa yeah. Bay at all it's only it's week one never mind oh yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. but like could you just see like or yeah. hey maybe it's gonna be uh um in tampa bay week nine on november sure. yeah but in, in november they play in tampa bay on november 8th like drew Brees, like you know turns an ankle or something or whatever has a, a weird fall and goes down on his knee in the first quarter and Jameis winston comes in and lights up the buccaneers in a game that's for first place in the nfc south like mm-hmm. isn't that just something that would happen in that rivalry because i feel like to me it is absolutely uh, and I also would say, uh, amongst NFL teams that went out and got new quarterbacks this year, changed quarterbacks, I'm looking at you, Chicago, some of you got quarterbacks who are worse than Jameis Winston. Yeah. A lot of you got quarterbacks who are worse than Cam Newton, who is playing for the Patriots for free. But we'll get to that later. Madness. Uh, Cardinals also heisted DeAndre Hopkins. We're just, we'll just briefly mention Yeah. But which is one of the, <laughs> hey, if you get uh, arguably, like, I would say the second best receiver in the NFL, if you get that guy free... Uh, that's helpful because they like, you know, the second round pick in David Johnson, I would call getting that player for free. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty helpful. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, Craig, seven and a half is their over under win total minus one thirty on the under plus one or sorry, minus one thirty on the over, uh, plus 100 on the over same win total as last year, uh, finished just under their win total last year, seven and nine, uh, for the under to hit with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I think that the Falcons are going to be another under team. Yeah, this one leaves me pretty cold. I got. I, I think say, there are two double-digit win teams in the uh, NFC South, and Atlanta's not one of them. Yeah, and they're going to have it tough because, uh, you know, presumably Tampa Bay is going to be better, even though they're they're kind of going in there with like the washed-up All Stars. Uh, but oh. You know, you never know. They, they, I, I think they've improved at quarterback, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, definitely. And definitely they've true. got some pretty good guys that play elsewhere. But That's all, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that I, I think that the Buccaneers are a lot better than Atlanta is. I think that the Saints are a lot better than Atlanta is. Yeah. Look um, at the Falcons. Look at the Falcons' schedule. It starts out with home to Seattle. That's tough. At Dallas, tough. Home to Chicago should be a win. At Green Bay, home to Carolina. At Minnesota, like 
Yeah, that's the, 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 that looks like it could be two and four pretty quick to me. Mm-hmm. That's a tough schedule. I mean, the seven and five leaves me pretty cold because I think they're going to be right around seven and nine again, aren't they? And then so yeah. I, I don't feel like sweating out the Atlanta Falcons uh, one way or the other. So I, I like I would go with the under because you're actually getting pretty good juice on the under. I think with the plus one hundred, right? Yeah, so, I uh, I go with the under if I'm betting on one as well. I would just say about the Falcons franchise in general. If you look at their over the cap page. They have made, like, obviously they gave a lot of money to Jones and Ryan, which, of course, like, that's what you do. But they've made a lot of very big bets on defense, if you look at the cap hits, that are not paying off. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. That is, like, the, the, the expensive guys in the defense are not playing particularly well. And that is, and, uh, not Grady Jarrett, but uh, the rest of them, it's just like, the, the, like, do you really need to be paying that guy that much money or... You look at the cap number for Dion Jones, it's 10 million bucks. And like, do we need to do that? The Ricardo Allen, 7.3 million. Do we need to do that? Like it's, there are some, uh, there are some mistakes here that they're kind of locked into. This is the, this is the team for them for a little while here. And I don't think it's very good. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to be the exact, like they didn't really do anything in the off season that made me think they're not going to be the exact same Atlanta Falcons team. Uh, as uh, that we watched last year. I mean, they're going to be fun in some, uh, like they're going to be fun to watch at some point. There's a couple of guys fantasy wise you want to own for them that you're going to enjoy watching. Um, You know, Matt Ryan, the most solid quarterback of the last like decade, every time he goes out there, like, but like, like 300 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, more or less. Right. Like it just, just Mr. Consistency, uh, uh, Matt Ryan out there. But, like, uh, the defense just isn't great. They don't have any playmakers. And, like, they're going to be 7 and 9, 8 and 8 and around that. Like, the, the minus 7.5, I think that, like, Vegas probably were like, well, that's easy. I don't think they spent a lot of time. Uh, yeah, I don't think the odds makers in Vegas, like, spent a lot of time, like, debating, hey, is this 7.5 right? Do you, what do you guys think? I'm pretty sure they were like, yeah, it's 7.5. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to have some good weeks and they're going to have some bad weeks. And they're, they're just a mediocre team. I mean. Yeah, I think that's all fair. No, I should say. I do like the under though, because you're getting the plus one hundred, and I think they're going to be around seven and nine. So I, I might make that one of my one of my big ones just because of the plus one hundred on the under. Baltimore Ravens, um, over under win total eleven and a half, minus one fifteen going both ways. Their win total last year was eight, which they wildly exceeded uh, with a fourteen and two finish. As uh, Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh, sorry. Um, and Lamar Jackson just coached an unbelievable, just an absolutely unbelievable regular season. And unfortunately, um, playoff Lamar, which uh, will be a thing officially uh, if uh, they are to get knocked out again early in this season, I think. But that's neither here nor there. And that's not where we're talking about. The Baltimore Ravens, uh, Super Bowl aspirations, uh, MVP quarterback defending MVP quarterback their Super Bowl aspirations are like is there anyone who you'd say has a much better chance on the Super Bowl than Baltimore there there are teams that I think have a relatively close to as good chance but does anyone have a much better chance like I suppose there's a Kansas City argument but that's it where I'm sitting right now uh the AFC the potential AFC and obviously we're a long way away from this, Craig. Um, and who knows what the hell's going to happen in this weird COVID season with no fans and some fans and, and like, 
God, and and like season, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I, I from where I'm sitting right now, what is it? September third, uh, 2020. The potential AFC uh, championship uh, between the Ravens and the Chiefs represents uh, the Super Bowl winner to me. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that those two teams are better than anybody in the NFC. I think yeah. that's reason. And I and I I. Quite frankly, I don't think it's close. Um, yeah, Baltimore, damn good. Lot of, lot of. Uh, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, for the most part, repeat what they did last year. Lamar Jackson's obviously phenomenal. I, I don't think he'll be able to repeat the numbers he did last year, but like he'll be able to recreate like eighty to ninety percent of it. I just think that. Uh, I don't even know if they did that. You know, like, yeah, like th- he's a wise up, right? Fans. Like, uh, I think the defense will be better. I, like, they were third in defensive DBO by the time that the year wrapped up last year. Yes, but they had they went on a kind of a crazy run at the end of the year. I think the defense will be consistently better throughout the year. And if you look at the depth chart, even in the post Earl Thomas era, and we can talk about that if you want, um, uh, they're good at every spot. It turns out that if you get your draft picks right all the time, it's very very helpful. And then and it turns out if you can make ridiculous trades, like getting Kalias Campbell for free from Jacksonville, essentially, yeah, that's Jesus. pretty helpful, too. Uh, or getting Marcus Peters for free from the Rams. That's helpful, too. Um, Peters wasn't playing very well. He gets to Baltimore and he's great. But yeah. uh, then you get Patrick. What Queen a coincidence. First, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, weird. Uh, you get Patrick Queen in the first round. You get Derek Wolf to come over from Denver on uh, a, a, a relatively small deal for a guy who's uh, who's played in big games, who's won big games. Derek Wolf. They're in a, a nice, nice spot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, 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 to me, is the best roster in the league. Yeah. Um, it's just, can they kick the playoff woes, uh, for me? Yeah, and that, that, that's exactly it. And they ran into a lousy matchup because last year their problem was, geez, if you run it up the gut against us, sometimes we have problems Mm -hmm. and they were losing against a team with Derrick Henry on it. And when like, that's, that's just a recipe for disaster. No excuse, but this year to improve the middle of the defense, they go out and get Patrick queen, who was uh, a big time player at LSU. And I I think he's going to, uh, uh, be a big time NFL player as well. I really like Patrick queen. Uh, I think they're going to be even better on defense than they were last year. I really do. Uh, 11 and a half. Yeah. Uh, 11 and a half. I, 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 you know, uh, after I say all these, I think all Baltimore, I still am not comfortable taking the over no. on 11 and a half because losing Marshall Yonda is a problem, even though I think that they're going to be able to find a, a, some patchwork stuff at guard. I think losing Marshall Yonda is definitely a problem. Um, so I don't think I'm going to take the over on 11 and a half plus it's hard to win 12 games in the NFL, especially if you're in a division with three teams that I think are going to be varying degrees of competitive. And I think that all three of the teams in the uh, NFC, AFC North, rather, other than Baltimore, are going to be varying degrees of competitive. So I have a hard time taking the over on 11 and a half, but I think that the Ravens are the second best team. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Well, like to me, it boils down to this. And, and I, I speak of this completely gambling-wise. Um, the, like we just said, the Baltimore Ravens are one of two teams we think are basically locks for the Super Bowl. Um I, it boils down to me to this for me gambling wise. I personally will never take the over on a double digit line by teams not coached by Bill Belichick. Uh, I think that's fair to say. I think that there is 
uh, not Bill Belichick by the neck, but the next best thing mm-hmm. coming up when we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. But we'll talk about that later on. Exactly. Uh, moving on, the Buffalo Bills, the much hyped, uh, not quite as hyped as the Cardinals, but the much hyped Buffalo Bills. Uh, over on one in total nine this year, over minus one forty. So let's just go ahead and abandon that order right now, just because of the juice. Uh, under plus one ten. Uh, win total last year seven and a half, which they obviously exceeded. Ten wins and a playoff appearance for the Buffalo Bills. Um, they add Stephon Diggs in the trade in the offseason. They make some nice moves. It's uh, This team will climb as far as Josh Allen will take them. Uh, but with the nine, you're asking the Bills to make double-digit wins with a plus with a minus 140 juice. I have the Buffalo Bills as a stay away because I'm not interested in the under plus 110, even though the, the 110 is uh, tempting. Uh, what say you on the Bills? I think the Bills, well, and it come, it's, it's this for a lot of teams, but geez, Josh Allen, like he showed some improvement. I, he, objectively, he was better in 2019 than he was in 2018. If he improves more, mm-hmm. the Bills are the third best team in the AFC Yes, for me. If he, if, if he continues to show the growth he did, um, and, and look, if you're the Buffalo front office, and this is why I think the Buffalo front office has done a really good job. If you're the Buffalo front office, you are finding out what the deal is with Josh Allen this season. Mm-hmm. If you're the Jets front office, I don't think you're finding out a goddamn thing about Sam Darnold. Unfortunately, no. But if you're the Buffalo front office, just with similar situations, you are finding out, hey, is, is Josh Allen a quarterback or not? Like, are we going to be able to, yeah. to, to be competitive with this guy long term, yes or no? You're finding that out this season. Because you go out and you trade a first for Stefan Diggs. You've got some depth on the offensive line, obviously. And further to that, like I think that John Brown and Cole Beasley are pretty nice two, three guys. Like I like, and you've got Knox at tight end, who I think made some plays last year, and I think I'll make some plays again. Uh, I like this team. If Allen continues to improve, this team's going to be good. I don't know if I want to bet money on that. But I, 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 the roster is really good, though. This is a very, very good roster. This, like I, I said it earlier, I said this team is going to f- go as high as Josh Allen can take them, and it just comes down to one thing. Can he be more accurate with the football? That's it. Yeah. If he and can you know what? Be, he showed improvement there on those medium throws absolutely. last year. Yeah. But and the deep throws, the deep throws, and that was why you were supposed good. to get yeah. Josh Allen. Remember when they, when he got yeah. when he got drafted out of Wyoming? It's oh, the weather's bad in Buffalo, and he can throw for those ripping winds, and he's got this big arm. Like okay, mm-hmm. let's see it. And I know that some people argued last year. Well, John Brown, Cole Beasley, not exactly great deep ball guys, but he there were just some that he flat missed. Dudes yes. who were wide yeah. open. And what one thing we've seen with Stefan Diggs is that dude is competitive at the point of the catch. Yes. Like. He'll go get as it. As good as anyone in the league right now when it comes to, hey, there's a ball up in the air. One of us is going to get it. He's as good as anyone receiver in the league as far as, yeah, I'm coming down with this. Mm-hmm. So if if Josh Allen can't start th- finding some deep completions with Stefan Diggs on the roster, then we're going to have to make some changes here. Uh, Gambling-wise, I uh, stay away from me, Buffalo Bills. Uh, do you have anything to add to that one? Yeah, I... Uh, I think that uh, I think that this team is going to be real competitive. I think that this defense is really, really good. I, I think they are too. To me, they are the second best team in their division still. Really? Yeah. 
I'm, 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 I, I think the, the variable, like the variable there for both teams is the quarterback. If, if, if 2015 Cam Newton comes to the party, then yes, the Bills yeah. are the second. I, I just think, I just think, I'm, I'm just, I, I think we, we all want it. Listen, we all want it to be true that Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots is going to set them back. They got Cam Newton for free, which you brought up earlier. We know he's going to be the starter. They were bullshitting us with that Jared Stidham nonsense. But at the end of the day, it's Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick unwrapping Cam Newton, right? Like, it's just, I'm not ready. I just, and, and they I just, are obviously going to be like relishing because they're, they're now technically the underdogs in the, in the AFC East there. And it, it's just. I, the quote unquote underdogs. I'm just not ready to anoint the Buffalo Bills. And I just, I know that new, like Bill Belichick is just sitting around somewhere just laughing, going, oh, yeah, yep, yep, Buffalo Bills, AFC East champions, right? And I'm just like, yeah. But I, like, I do think it's going to be competitive between the Bills and the Patriots. I'm just not ready to just hand the division to the Bills just yet. So, okay, so assuming neutrality at quarterback, assuming both teams have the same level of play quarterback, which mm-hmm. roster is better? Oh, uh, the Bills, for sure. But uh, Bill Belichick does coach the Bills. Bill Belichick does not coach the Bills. <laughs> is it would be my counterargument to that. That's fair. Yep. Uh, Carolina Panthers five and a half win total, minus one twenty on the under, minus one or sorry, minus one twenty on the over, minus one ten on the under. Craig, for the Carolina Panthers, why am I like I like at first glance? It's a no-brainer under, and it's such a no-brainer under that I feel like I'm making a sucker bet. Uh, eight. I think this offense is going to be good. Eight uh, wins last year, or eight, sorry, eight was their win total last year. Five wins for a, a pretty easy under. Um, at first glance, I love the under at minus one ten. You're not paying a lot of juice. I, th- I think they're gonna score points. I really do think these teams are going to score points. I do too. But here's the thing: in this COVID era, I think era, a lot of people scored on them. Yes, in this, in this COVID era, tough division. First off, let's say that. Yep. Um, in the COVID era, they're bringing in new quarterback, new coach, new like they they lost a, all of their best defensive guys to retirement or whatever. It, 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 there's just there. This is one of the rosters that has had a lot of turnover, and in this COVID era, with no preseason games, no like barely any training camp. I I just, I, I don't see the Panthers figuring it out. They've lost a lot of talent. They, their offense should be a lot of fun. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I, I obviously Christian McCaffrey is, is, uh, if you look at the guys catching the passes, mm-hmm. how many teams in the NFL right now would trade their groups for DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, there's a few of them. And, and Teddy Bridgewater I would say, is I would say more than 20, more Teddy than 20. Bridgewater teams. is one of the most accurate mid range passers in the league, which, so, you know, you, you, you think you're going to try to get guy, the like guys of that ilk and like Robbie Anderson and, and Christian McCaffrey, get them the ball in space with some nice little bubble screens and dump offs and stuff. I like, I, I think they will be fun. It's just, they're a better fantasy team to me than an actual team. I like the under at minus minus one ten, and I might make it one of my, I just best. think they're, they're going to be behind a ton is, yeah. is, is their situation. And I think the pass rush is going to be to pin their ears back a little bit and get after Teddy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, you know, getting Russell Okun to play tackle a little bit. I hope that can, uh, can help them out and keep Teddy upright. Cause I think a lot of people are cheering for Teddy and for good reason. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I like, uh, I like this roster. The Chicago bears, the most hotly contested team amongst the analytics crew this year, eight and a half is yep. the win total minus minus one sixty on the over Craig. 
plus 130 on the under for the Chicago Bears. So here's the, there, that, there's a pretty difference to me between Buffalo and Chicago. Buffalo has a nice roster and you have questions about the quarterback. Um, but Buffalo's roster is better than Chicago's, but they you know yes. they both teams have a nice roster and you have questions about the quarterback. I am far, far more willing to believe that Allen will be at least passable and decent than I would either Foles or Trubisky. Yeah. And this is why I think, I mean, I've never seen a lot, like we've been doing this for a long time. Podcast wise, five, six years now, or I don't however long it is, but obviously you and I specifically have been doing this since high school. Um, I have never seen the type of disparity for a minus 160 on the over and a plus 130 for a team with a. I think that shows that the books don't know what to expect. Yeah, and it's it's eight and a half. And the, the, the analytics crew are so split because there's certain guys who their algorithms come out and say that the Bears are going to be a 10, 10 win team and uh, contend for the division. And, and there's other there's, ones that are like, no, they're going to fall flat on their ass and be like a six, a five, six win team. And it's just, I, I think a lot of the math guys, whatever algorithms they do, they project that their numbers will be better if Nick Foles is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But it's which, just like, by all accounts, you will be. Yeah, which you know tracks right <laughs> based yeah. on based on what we've watched and and how we've watched Mr. Trubisky play uh, football. But I, I don't. Man, it is it, it. This team is so. I mean, the plus one thirty on the under when Mitch Trubisky is might be starting five plus games for them. Um, yeah, because you can't count on both to stay healthy. That's yeah, but like, man, have they announced by any chance? Let me just quickly check Chicago Bears Twitter here. I have, just I would be floored if Trubisky starts Week One. Yeah, but the fact that we're even discussing it right. after they traded. A, a draft pick to inherit the huge amount of money that Nick Foles is owed. Like I, I just, I, I, that, that bewilders me that we're even discussing this, but it just shows you that Nick Foles, well, he's had some big moments, obviously uh, not that much better than Mitch Trubisky. And that's a goddamn problem when you could have had Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston or Cam Newton for nothing. If you were the bears and you didn't do it, the, NFL and ESPN depth charts both have Mitchell Trubisky as the number one quarterback, but the Bears, the Chicago Bears official site is blank. So God only knows what the hell. Do with that, that means, what right? you will. Do with that what you will. But I just, um, man, I first off, if you're, I think if you're making a bet. You, you got to take the under right now. Look, look, just based on the fact that you're getting plus 130 on the under, and Mitchell Trubisky might be starting a bunch of ga- a bunch of games. So maybe maybe we're just I, overthinking this because the minus. I I don't see how you could play the Chicago Bears with. On the flip side, I don't see how you could play the Bears at minus 160, looking for nine wins with Mitchell Trubisky starting a bunch of games. Right? Like I just don't. So I think the play is the under, but there's there's so much weird variance and 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 nobody can make up their minds on the bears or at least any of the intelligent betters that i've seen that i try to follow so the bears are just to stay away from matt for matt pierce what do you think uh yeah i i would agree with that entirely but i i, I actually no i don't know over the story for me i'm just gonna take the under like i get what i, I agree with everything you said but i just think that the under is the way to go yeah i i am I, you're probably right and i'll bet i regret i'll bet i'll bet by week 10 i regret not taking the bears under i i bet i regret but it, like i'm just so scared by the fact that none of the 
people who are much, 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 much smarter than me are just so split on this. And, and it, it, it's this is the most the, the 2020 Chicago Bears are the most hotly contested team amongst the analytic, the, the gambling analytics crew. So strange. We'll keep an eye on them throughout the season. Moving on. Cincinnati Bengals and their brand spanking new Joe Burrow, uh, five and a half win total this year, minus 120 on the over, minus 110 on the under. Uh, same win total they had last year, finished uh, wildly under with a uh, with a two uh, win total, um, finishing three and a half under. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, minus, or sorry, five and a half. Uh, I like the under. What do you think, Craig? I don't know. I. I like th- this team's going to be a lot better. Yeah. It's going to be a lot better. They might win twice as many games and your bet still gets paid. Um, <laughs> Precisely. That's yeah. a great way of putting it. I, uh, here, here's what I like about the roster. One, mm-hmm. like I'm not exactly sure what you're going to get out of AJ Green, but AJ Green's going to be on the field. That's mm-hmm. good. As, Two, as long as they don't have him playing any kind of dumb old game on gravel stupid, right before the yeah, season like, okay. yeah, let's play. Let's play in the sandlot for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jonah Williams, back healthy, didn't play last year. Obviously, that significantly solidifies their offensive line, you would think. Like, he hasn't played in the NFL, but uh, this is a guy who was a superstar in college. So, yeah. Uh, their quarterback play, I expect to be better. Remember, there were Ryan Finley games last year. Uh, I was just, yeah, you're right. I would suspect that Joe Burrow is going to be the hell of a lot better than that. Joe Burrow is really good. Yes. Uh, and I think they're going to be a little bit better on defense just because – not going to be worse on defense. Uh, and, uh, they've re- they've remade the secondary a little bit. Uh, I don't again. I don't think they're going to be good. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a situation where they um, are one of the best teams. But I think they're going to be a competitive NFL team. I think you're right though about if you're gambling on this, you're taking the under. Yeah, I, there, too much turnover for me. Uh, again, uh, you know, I mentioned it earlier when I was talking about uh, talking about the Panthers. Uh, too much turmoil or too much turnover. New rookie guy, not getting a lot of time with the new things. The the only way I see you see myself losing the under, and if it happens, I'll just tip my cap to to Joe Burrow. If Joe Burrow is just so far and away even better than what we think he's going to be, that he just is is just this ultra rookie sensation that gets them to like you know, seven and eight, eight or seven and nine, eight and eight sort of a thing. And it's just a delight to watch. And if that happens, it happens. I think but this I, offense has to be good. Oh, I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. I just don't think they're going to be winning games. Cause like it's, it, it's just going to be tough and they're in a tough division. I, th- I think they're, I, I, they're probably the fourth best team in their division. Yes. I think that's very much the case and that's going to make it yeah. real tough to get those six wins. Yeah. Uh, some quick question on the Bengals and we can move on to the next team. Mm-hmm. They were 27th in offensive DVOA weighted last season. Where do you think they wind up? I, I'll bet just with Burrow alone, I, I'll, I'll see them between 10 and 15. In, in, yeah. In I think, I think, I think, I think upper half of the league is, yeah. is, is reasonable to say. I would be, well, I would be stunned. What, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what the scheme looks like because, Last year, I don't think I think it's hard to judge uh, what they got out of uh, Zach Taylor last year, just because the who knows just with with the roster. But now we can see what Jack Zach Taylor is all about. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns, uh, hype team last year that obviously did not uh, <laughs> did, did not live up to the to the expectations. Uh, they were a nine last year, finished six and ten, so three games under. Were never really got track. Lost the opening game of the season, I believe, to Tennessee, which we called the at the time was the because uh, remember that was a Marcus Mariota led Titans team. Yeah. That was that was the uh, that was the zigzag game that we have every year. 
We uh, thought, oh, this is going to be the weird game. And then the Titans won up the AFC Championship game with some other quarterback. Yeah, with a different quarterback. So we were 100% right that it was the weird no. game, right? Cause the, but, like, I remember. Yeah. Brian, well, remember, yeah. that, like, even, like, week week six, I think it was, mm-hmm. the Titans got shut out by the Broncos in Denver. Yes. Like, it looked like, oh, yeah, the Titans are terrible. Of course, they got shut out by the Broncos in Denver. They switched quarterbacks that week, and I think they lost twice the rest of the way, and right, they got to the uh, title game. Yeah, madness. Uh, the Browns this year, eight and a half is their win total, minus 135 on the over, plus 105 on the under. How you feeling about the Cleveland Browns coming in with a little less... Uh, a little fervent, less sizzle. A little less sizzle. A little less fervency on the uh, on the uh, the Cleveland Browns this year. Um, it's uh, it's got to be put up or shut up time for their quarterback this year, right? Oh, I agree. But I'm taking the over. Okay. All right. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. What were the what were the two biggest problems of the Cleveland Browns last season? Coaching and coaching. Oh, okay. See, I was going to say coaching and tackle play, but sure, you're. <laughs> Um, I think that they've upgraded from the coaching perspective. We can't know for sure until the guy's a head coach, but I think Kevin Stefanski comes highly recommended for good mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. So they've upgraded there. Um, from the tackle perspective, I think Jaderic Wills and Jack Conklin's a hell of a lot better than the dudes they were tossing out there last year. A hell of a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is uh, absolutely worthy of them being in a better spot. Because a lot of the problem with Baker last year was there were just dudes on him all the time. Yes. And he's going to have a little more time this time around. And I think the scheme will suck less this time around. So I kind of like this team. Mm-hmm. I, and I'll tell I'll, here's what I'll say. I, I think the, I don't think they play a home game, but the Browns are playing in the playoffs this season. Oh, nice. There's I love it. I love bold predictions. Field, but I think that the Cleveland Browns are a playoff team. Go on with your bad self with the, with the Browns uh, prediction, Craig. I love that. I mean, uh, the, the smart people pointed out last year that the reason Baker had a lot of success in, in year one was when he was running the ball, it was either by design or he saw something. Whereas year two, when he was running with the ball, it was because he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> right? yep. like it was, he was tucking and running for his life. So the, 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 they were far less design runs and, and the scrambles were less, oh, I see something, and more like, oh, crap, if I I don't run i'm going to get killed um so you're right that uh with the tackle play improving um i i have the browns as a stay away because i don't like the minus 135 on the over and i don't want to bet the under because i agree with you that i think that they're going to be uh a lot better than what they showed uh last season and of course uh Getting on, getting on the on the hype train a year after the hype train is usually a pretty good bet in the NFL, quite frankly, right? Like last year they were they were anointed with everything. This year it's like, all right, let's see what you can do. And then I I, I think they're going to be actually uh, a fun team to watch. Really tough division though, as as we previously mentioned with Cincinnati, Dallas Cowboys, Craig. And check this out. Uh, nine and a half is the over-under win total. Minus 155 in the over. How about them Cowboys, Craig? Oh, my Lord. Plus 125 on the under. Uh, nine win- nine was their win total last year. Uh, they finished 8-8, eight and eight, just shy of the playoffs. I believe they lost a Week 16 game to the was – that, was that last year or was that the year before when they lost a Week 17 game to the Eagles? I think it was 16, and then they, in week 17, they had to beat the Giants, have the Eagles lose to Washington, which was never going to happen. Yeah, or maybe they, the Cowboys played Washington, the Eagles played the Giants. Either way, yeah. it was a situation that they needed a, a terrible team to beat the Eagles, and that was never going to occur, mm-hmm. even though the Eagles were essentially playing their like, fifth-string dudes. by something. yeah. 
Oh man. Um, yeah, it was something like that. Like they just, it was just they missed the playoffs by a hair last year. Um, nine and a half. Um, man, I got to tell you, I'm tempted on the plus one twenty-five in the under because are we really giving the Dallas Cowboys double-digit wins? Division is going to be wonky, aside from the fact that I'm pretty sure that the uh, that the Washington football team is going to be not good uh i think that the giants will be better and i think that the eagles will be better so it'll be the usual those three teams kind of beating up on each other um biggest acquisition for the cowboys is obviously the brand spanking new head coach that they got in mike mccarthy um no longer will jason garrett i think be costing them a lot of one score victories which was what victimized them last year i think they were one in six or, or something similar to that uh, in one score games. Um, I kind of like the under, not enough that I think I'm going to make it one of my big ones, but what do you think? Uh, Dallas Cowboys nine and a half, Craig over over. Okay. No, uh, do you like the, my, do you like the minus minus one fifty five in the over or I, I like that? I, that's the thing. I'm not going to place money in this because it's not worth it because of yeah. that minus one fifty five. but the, the Cowboys are winning 10 games this season. Yeah, I, I think so. I, think, I, I, I think got them winning the division. Yeah. I think this team's really good. Obviously, um, Travis Prescott. uh, Dak Prescott is is a dark horse with some pretty good. If you're looking for a bet, uh, Dak Prescott has some nice long MVP odds. And if you think Dak Prescott is going to have a wild season in a contract year, that might be something. That that I think would be better to take a look at. If I were to pool and I was picking who's most likely to be the MVP of the NFL this coming season, Mm -hmm. and whoever went first had Mahomes, and I had the second pick, I would take Dak Prescott. Yeah, so there you go. That I like from a gambling stand. Like, who, who do you like more than Prescott, except maybe Mahomes? The, yeah, like and Lamar. To uh, Lamar, is, like Lamar is going to be tough though because they, they, they just they, like other, unless your name's Peyton Manning, you don't repeat at this award. True. Yeah, it's so oh. tough, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, we, we we like the Cowboys to win the division, but we don't like the juice on the over, so they're kind of a stay away as far as future win totals. Uh, next up, your beloved Denver Broncos, Craig. Uh, Drew Locke. Um, he's my oh, third man. MVP. Third MVP, Drew Locke. Um, <laughs> he's hotly contested amongst the amongst the analytics guys, but I can't. I I don't understand why he's Here's, hotly contested because we, we have no sample whether, size. Yeah, we don't know whether Drew Locke is good or not. Yeah, but through the first five games, indications are pointing towards yes, more so than no. Mm-hmm. Is that, I think that's a fair evaluation of Drew Locke. And the Broncos, like the Bills, have said, well, we're going to figure out whether Drew's good or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and, here's Jerry Judy, here's KJ Hamler, here's Melvin Gordon. Are you yeah. good? Let's figure yeah. it out. You've that already ex- got no fan. You've already got Cortland Sutton. Are you good? Let's figure this out. Yeah, tremendous offseason getting him some weapons, absolutely for sure. Love the, love the draft that they had. Uh, signed Melvin Gordon. As My concern is, so Juwan James said he's not going to play this season because of COVID. Mm. Uh, Garrett Bowles is just a, a human holding penalty. Yeah, that's uh, true. Oh, what, didn't he have the penalty that cost you a game last year against, uh, there was like a bad gambling beat there that, that Garrett Bowles did or something. I'm sure that did happen. Uh, I can't remember the game off the top of my head, but they lost yeah. a lot of close games. 
the front half of last season. Yeah, he had some holding penalty, which you just refer to him as the human holding penalty. He had some holding penalty that was atrocious, and I don't remember which, because it didn't personally cost me money, so obviously it didn't stick in the back of my head. I just remember it being one of those great moments in gambling. I just history. remember all sorts. Uh, basically, if you're if you're the back judge, you just basically have your hand on your <laughs> all times, and you're just staring down Garrett Bowles. Like in a quick draw uh, competition, you're just like, yeah, exactly. Right. All right, wait for it, wait for it. Well, there it is. Third yeah. play. Uh, so the tackle situation is concerning to me that, hey, maybe we're not going to find out much about Drew Locke just because what if there's just dudes all over him? Mm-hmm. But um, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this season. I really yeah, am. I, I would be too. Lots of reason to be excited if you're the Broncos. I yeah. don't know if, I don't and if, know if, and if Locke is good, yeah. like if Locke is like a legitimately good NFL quarterback, yeah. if he's like in the 10 to 15 range amongst quarterback production this year, like, mm-hmm. geez, look out. Yeah. Like this, yeah. because they're really good on defense. And if, 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 if Locke can be good and take advantage of the types of guys they have on offense, wow, look out. Because th- this team has a chance to be really, really good. And you hear it all the time. Well, the big advantage in the NFL is if you have a quarterback who's playing on that rookie contract, if you have a quarterback that is not making nearly as much relative to his peers, and he's still one of those upper echelon quarterbacks, there's a chance not a certainty, but a chance the Broncos have exactly that because Drew Locke's cap number this season is $1.5 million. That is not expensive. That's peanuts in in NFL terms. So, yes, that is not expensive. So if he's good and he's good for the next two years, are still on that very same rookie contract? Look out for the Broncos for the next little bit because, yeah, the defense should be fantastic. Uh, Broncos minus, or sorry, seven and a half is their over under win total minus one thirty for the over plus 100 on the under, uh, seven was their win total last year, which they, um, pushed with the seven and nine finish. Mm. Um, tough for me to get excited gambling wise on this one, because I, I think they're going to be right around that seven to nine wins regardless of, of j- just based on defense alone. And then, if, so, I mean, I, I kind of like the over, but the plus one thirty leaves the plus one thirty leaves me cold. So I don't know how you feel about the Broncos gambling wise. Yeah. I haven't really thought too much about it, but I, I, I think they're going to win more than seven games this year. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that much. Yeah. So yeah, maybe take the over um, getting to Casey for nothing. Like the defense might be I, better. You know, Bradley yeah. Chubb for his ACL last year. He's back. He looks good. Like the defense might be better. Yeah. You know better. what? I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Broncos over the seven and a half. Um, I, th- I, th- I think they're, I think they're going to be deep. I think they're going to be very good this year. Um, love their defense. Uh, next up my beloved Detroit lions, uh, six and a half is the over under win total minus one thirty on the over plus 100 on the under. Are you kidding me? Um, here's what I'm doing with the Detroit lions gambling wise. Here's what I'll say. Um, I am going to take the under at the plus 100. But to sort of hedge that or contradict myself might be another way of putting it. I am going to also place money on Matthew Stafford to win uh, Comeback Player of the Year, which has good odds. And also some dark horse bets on him to win uh, the MVP. Because the only way the Lions win seven or more games with this current roster is if he plays all 16 games and has a just an MVP caliber season. Their defense is so bad. I don't 
like their coaching. They have not improved the roster so much from last year that was a three-win team, other than the fact that they've got Matt Stafford, who the analytics guys will point out to you that before Stafford got hurt. Um, the Lions, by the way, are, are kind of an analytics darling, but uh, before Stafford got hurt, he was on pace to have an, an MVP, like an under-the-radar under MVP caliber season. Like, he might have gotten a vote or two if he'd have played all 16 games. Presumably, they would have won more games. Um, the annual... Uh, primetime screw job against the Green Bay Packers occurred. Um, they were just down to their thir- their third string quarterback for most of last year, and and it just obviously it did it didn't go well. It's just they got some weapons on offense. They drafted Okuda, I like who the- I like. Um, I like I like Okuda too. And here's the thing: like the offense, I think is going to be good. Like if Stafford's yes. if Stafford's back and he's healthy, it's the offense will be good. It'll be. Yes. I bet you it's a top ten offense this season. Yes. Absolutely. However, um, the out for the defense to be good, I just I just don't know how well I see them. Because if they if they want to do the thing where they're just thinking to themselves, okay, let's just do do defense the way the Patriots do defense. And we're going to have sort of nameless pass rushers and smart linebackers and stuff Signing like that. And that's cast that's off, Scott, Collins, Scott, yeah. Uh, Danny Shelton, Jamie Collins, Daron Harmon. Am I missing anybody amongst the Patriots? The Probably. former Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, either way, there's more than there, there. There's more than a handful. Yeah. Uh, uh, Flowers obviously was a big money yes. uh, get. Who was hurt uh, last year too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, to, if you're going to do what the Patriots did in defense last year, you need like a superstar shutdown corner. And that would require Jeff Okuda to be like the best first year corner we've seen in the NFL in 10, 15 years, which like. Maybe, I, but I'm probably not. not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, that's asking that's exactly a lot. what I would say. That's exactly yeah. what I would say. It's like that's on the table, but it's not something that I think will occur. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I just I just don't see how this defense is anything but really, really bad. And if, if, if they're really bad, it's going to be like this offense will be good, but is it going to be outscore a bad defense? Good. I'm not sure. I, I don't think so. I, in fact, I, I, I am thinking about Trevor Lawrence, maybe. That's, really? Yeah. I, I, no, I, the, I think the offense lines. is, the offense is way too good for that to be a conversation. You might be right. I don't know. But the Lions, like if, if, if Stafford gets hurt, you never court. know. But yeah. the offense is way too good for that to be a conversation. I'm actually looking at the Lions over the cap page right now mm-hmm. to see if there's any chance they can move on from Matt Stafford next well, season. There's always, there's always a way in the NFL. Let's let's just. And it just depends that. on the way the contract is structured, right? Yeah. In this particular situation, if they were to release him uh, June 1st next year, oh, look, so you have 19 million in dead cap, which is like. <laughs> That's a lot. I think other than the yeah. Antonio Brown one last season, that might be the biggest one that uh, other than that, occurred. Though, yeah. that oof. I would be very surprised if Matt Stafford is not the Detroit Lions starting quarterback uh, a year from now, but no, weird I, stuff. Yeah. You, I mean, you can draft Lawrence and then wait a year or whatever, and then maybe it becomes I, more feasible. But again, I'm getting way ahead of myself I think it's here. a situation where yeah. you're restructuring. Like, you, you 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 go to Matt and you get a restructure and you do a trade type of thing. I think that's if, – if they're bad enough to get Lawrence, I just don't think that that world mm-hmm. exists because there are too many good players on this offense for them to be that bad. That will – that, that this offense will win them six games. Yeah, if, I, I – I think you're right. Uh, I'm still taking the under on the minus on the six and a half though with the plus sure. 100. I think it's I think it's too nice. I think, to that, I think that's I think that's fair. I just don't think that they're 
bottom of the league bad. Plus the Jacksonville Jaguars, like, are they get like, are they going to play nine guys on defense? Who's to say? Yeah, so we'll- that's true. <laughs> uh, the Green Bay Packers nine is their win total minus one twenty five over minus one oh five under. Uh, win total was nine last year, uh, thirteen and three. Uh, safe to say. And this is going to sound dumb, but it's 100% true. The shittiest 13-3 and team that has ever existed in uh, – or, or probably will ever exist. I don't know how they went 13-3. and They were so awful last year. The numbers um, don't support 13-3, and do they? They so won a lot bad. of coin flip games. And like, and I, we saw it. Like, yeah. A, they were 15th in DVOA last season, which that's typically mm-hmm. not something you say for a team that wins 13 games and makes it to the conference championship game. Yeah. We also like it was also very clear. I don't understand why the other teams didn't realize it, but they had a very, very hard time stopping the run. So that's why they got like absolutely crushed by Kyle Shanahan twice. Mm-hmm. I believe their uh, quarterback only had to throw it eight times in the NFC yeah. championship game and they were yeah. not even close to and, losing that yeah. game. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, oh, Jimmy only had to throw eight times. Why would you do anything? If you're getting <laughs> exactly. eight yards clip, why would you do anything else? Yeah. Like, what's the, like, it's a, that's hilarious yeah, to me you know, that people use where's, like. The yeah. Jimmy G disparagers use that NFC title game as as a way to like <laughs> like they're like well he only had to throw it eight times in the in the thing that's not good I'm like like you said eight yards a clip and they were up thirty <laughs> like yeah, in the blink of an eye what do you want to do like oh no we should take a couple of deep shots here even though we never like even though we score a touchdown every time we have the ball like why like, like why don't you just like score like anyway um yeah I uh th- th- this team was not nearly as good as the record was last year. Uh, they had to play a very banged up Seahawks team in uh, the, for, in, the in, in their playoff game. Uh, they lucked out through a series of results that they had nothing to do with that got them uh, the second seed in the NFC. It's been uh, it was a fortunate series of events for them to say the least. I don't yeah. think they're going to be that fortunate again. Yeah. And you've got Aaron Rodgers, who I think not surly, unfairly surly Aaron Rodgers yeah, this year. Yeah. I, not unfairly, Aaron Rodgers is pissed off about the fact that. Hey, you've still got, you know, me in my prime here and we're burning first round picks on quarterbacks. Like, I understand the Packers are planning for the future, but like, how does that help them win a Super Bowl right now when you already have Aaron Rodgers on the roster? So, um, and then a running back with a second pick when you already have Aaron Jones. I I don't understand a lot of the thought process here. That was a weird Uh, draft. Very weird draft. A lot of F uh, grades. I, I didn't see a lot. Of, I I don't remember seeing a lot of F grades in my lifetime. But the the Packers were getting an yeah. F grade from their draft. That the from the last draft that was weird. It was. Mm-hmm. Um. What, how do you feel about their nine win total? Under. Well. Under. They might wind up right at nine, eh? Yeah, I'd stay away from me, and I. That's you know. fair. Yeah, I, the, the Packers. If they go under, I will. I will already bring me enough joy that I probably don't need to have money attached on on it. Um, next up, the Houston Texans. Seven and a half over, over. Oh my God, I can't believe. Yeah, seven I think and a that half. The, uh, the the hate has gone a little too far on the Houston way Texans. too far on Bill O'Brien. Well, like, just about well, Bill O'Brien, the personnel guy, deserves the hate. But right. here's what I would say about the Texans is as follows. Um, having Deshaun Watson as your quarterback alone, what, how yes. many wins is That's 10. It's, it's, it's con- probably, it's, it's, we haven't it's seen probably any in- 9 or 10, isn't it? Like, yeah, we, we but, haven't seen any information that it's not at least 10, uh, except yeah. the year when he doesn't play because he tears his ACL. Like, it's, they, they, were, they did this last year. They, the over-under was 8, 
with more or less the same roster. I mean, minus DeAndre Hopkins, but uh, that's with, a big thing. Uh, yeah, that, that's a big thing. I get it, yeah. but it's still. I, I'm sorry. I'm just. You can't give me Deshaun Watson with anybody, and then not think that you're going to win eight games. I'm sorry. I'm taking the over on the minus seven and a half, and I feel pretty good about it. Like, it's just the, the hate's gone too far on the Texans. I get that Bill O'Brien, like you suggested, personnel-wise, he's a bit of a joke. But he is a better head coach than people give him credit for, and they, they win games. Yeah, the, the scheme and the play calling is fine. Yeah, and and they're a team that has, again, minus DeAndre Hopkins, uh, in the COVID era, they are bringing a lot of their same guys back and have some consistency and know what they're doing. They're 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 going to win at least eight football games. Take the over on the eight and a half, even I though it's hope minus one twenty. Happens this year is I hope Brandon Cooks is healthy for them. Yes, that'd be that'd be all right for them, right? Obviously, that would solve a lot of the DeAndre Hopkins that woes again. Yeah. still can't believe they did that. So dumb. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, easily I just, yeah, take the over. Especially for a team Jackson. that was already well. Yeah, there's just a lot of reasons to not do that. Uh, you're you're already pushed all in on this anyway, and mm-hmm. you're just any. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I think that, uh, I, I, I think that they're uh, now, as far as whether they win the division or not, I don't know, but they, I just think that mm-hmm. we have like, we have Deshaun Watson, like that sentence alone means in the 17 playoff field, you're probably making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, well, let's discuss the next team, uh, in that division, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, um, nine is their win total minus 125 going over minus 105 going under uh seven wins last year in a weird season where a week before the season started uh andrew luck uh dipped and then there was a lot of uh oh god what's his name jacoby uh set yeah jacoby yeah yeah and um now they've got uh philip rivers who looked cooked last year, let's be honest. Uh, some of the advanced yeah. stats would point to maybe he's not cooked. Some of them would point to I would, maybe what he's I would cooked. Point to, the eye test would tell me yeah. that he was behind maybe the worst offensive line in the NFL yeah. last year. And was behind by two touchdowns a time, so yeah. had to force a lot and of balls. I think that, yes, uh, yeah. that's that's absolutely true. I would say that he might be behind the best offensive line in the NFL this season. Mm-hmm. So, so it, maybe with an extra second or two in the pocket, does he? It makes a he, huge difference. Yeah, does he regain Philip Rivers? Here's what I would say. Yeah, though, it's one thing that we're not considering enough. Last year, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Hunter Henry were well, not the entire season for Hunter Henry, but those guys were on the roster last year. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of that when I look at the Colts pass catchers this no. season. No, I mean I do like Mac. Uh, but, uh, and, 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 uh, and John, Jonathan Taylor obviously had a very nice career at Wisconsin, but if it's T- quite, T-Y is something, T-Y, right? He's, yeah. he's, he's 30, you know, there's, yeah. there's that, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell. We haven't seen a lot out of them in the NFL. They both had nice college careers, but yeah. we haven't seen a lot of those guys in the NFL. So I just don't know for me if. Mm-hmm. And and look, I was very high in this team in the offseason, but the more I think about it and the more I look at what's going on, I think they're going to be very good on defense. Yeah. I think they're going to be very good on defense. I just think that there might be situations where they struggle to score points a little bit. Yeah. Great head coach. Yeah, um, I, 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 the scheme will not be what holds them no, back. I'll tell you yeah. that much right now. I, I think they're going to be around nine wins. Uh, I mean, if you go back and listen to the podcast when we were discussing Philip Rivers, I'll say he, like we were erring on the side of uh, him being cooked. But if you go back and watch it, it, like we suggested, a lot of forcing it because he was down 2-0. I don't feel like the velocity or the accuracy was necessarily down on his passes. It was just like he, he just had to force balls while he was getting uh, getting pummeled while down three scores in the fourth quarter. So 
I I would suggest that I think I will now will he be you know Philip Rivers you know 2007 probably not but he I I, I think his numbers will be up this year but I like them to be right around nine wins because I like the defense I like the coaching and I think I think Philip Rivers is obviously an upgrade to what they had last year at, at quarterback so um, I think they'll be right around nine and nine and seven though so uh, I'm not really liking their win total. Um, who do you think wins this division, Craig? Colts, Texans, or Titans? Uh, I should say. Yeah, maybe I was wrong about the Texans not winning the division. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It, 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 I think it'll be interesting. No, I think, like, I think it's the Texans. I, I, yeah. I know that sounds dumb because no, I, do, the- I do too. Yeah, I I think I'm. I think, a, I, I think it's the Texans. I'm just always going to trust in Deshaun Watson. Like yeah. I'm just it's it's just me. Um, ooh, now we've entered the dregs. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Spend time on this. Yeah, very little time. Gambling. They're wise. Cry, they're trying as hard as they can to in a, in a draft where Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields are at the top. They are trying yeah. as hard as they can to have one of the top two picks. Uh, upgraded their team by getting rid of Leonard Fournette, though. I'll say that was the, that was the best off move they made in the offseason. But other than that, it's just been a a fucking joke of. And here's how dumb they are at the draft. I'm almost certain. That if they had said we'll take Yannick and Gakwe for a late first at the draft this past May, they that that move happens. Yeah. Now they get a second and a fifth for him from Minnesota, Ugh. and that fit like everyone's like, well, the fifth can uh, upgrade if the like, the Vikings have to win the Super Bowl for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're the Vikings, you're you'll gladly pay an extra second round pick if you win the Super Bowl. You don't care at that point. Mm-hmm. But uh, from the Jaguars' perspective. I don't know if the Vikings winning the Super Bowl is necessarily a particularly likely option. <laughs> like, like, how do you yeah. get a second fifth for yeah. Yannick Ngakwe? And Yannick Ngakwe wants out of the situation so badly, the Vikings call him up and say, Yannick, we've got to trade for you, guy. But listen, we're right up against the cap. We're going to need to take a $4 million haircut. And Yannick Ngakwe's response is like, yeah, okay, I'll get on yeah, the next plane. Sure, like, yeah. Please, <laughs> like, yeah. really? Just anything. Get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I want to play four competitive million? football. Yeah, sure, please. Tough change. Okay, let's yeah, let's yeah. let's let's get going. No. So bad. Uh, four and a half. I'm taking the under. Uh, inexplicably, the Jaguars won six games last year. Uh, Gardner Menchu seems like he's going to get the majority of the quarterback play. Um, just seems like they're the team that's purposely tanking this year. It's 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 seems like it's going to be hotly contested between them and and the Washingtons for first. I really pick. hope Gardner Minshew has like this gangbuster season. This is on the table. Yeah, I hope Gardner Minshew has this gangbuster season. They win five games <laughs> and they have no shot at Lawrence or Fields because of that. Yeah, that, that's very much on the table. That's that's the nightmare scenario for Jacksonville is Menchu plays out of his mind and they win like and five. I, I, I just hope that because he just seems like a good dude and he's uh, fun. And I'm like, yeah, he's fun. And like at the very least, like, like let's just like secure like for the next 10 years, Gardner Minshew is someone's backup quarterback and he can do that if he has a nice year this year. Yeah, he could be better Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. He, he can he can be he can be Chase Daniel who has played a little more. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy. And Chase Daniel's made like a twelve-year career of never having to throw the ball, which is helpful. It's <laughs> true. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Craig, defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, Eleven and a half is their win total. Minus one forty-five on the over, plus one fifteen on the under. Um, twelve wins last year. Would need to get 12 wins again to reach the over. Uh, based on that alone, for me, I feel the exact same way as I do about, and it, I'm, I'm going to be repeating myself a lot, um, gambling wise, um, 
you can pretty much go back and listen to our Baltimore Ravens segment beat for beat and translate everything to the Chiefs where I don't take double-digit win teams that are not coached by Bill Belichick. But if you're going to do it, Andy Reid is the guy to do it. Um, Andy, Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes as quarterback is yeah. pretty good. I'm just not going to do it. I don't like the minus 145. 12 is tough. Uh, Mahomes missed some time last year, although it, it didn't necessarily hurt their chances to win games. But it's why they only had 12 wins instead of 14. Um, but, yeah, I just the, 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 the 12 wins that you would need to hit the over combined with the minus 145 has this as a stay away from me. Um, you can mention what you want to say gambling-wise on this, but my question for you on the Kansas City Chiefs, Craig, is can they uh, be the first team to repeat as Super Bowl champions since the New England Patriots? I think they have as good a chance as anybody. I do. Too. Just because you talked about earlier the lack of offseason and all that stuff. For a lot of teams, it's like Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have been working together for a long time. And also, they're Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So not only yeah. do you have the history together, but you're also both really, really good at your jobs. <laughs> um, and, like, they just have they have good players at a lot of positions. And yeah. they're a team that drafts a running back in the first round of the draft, and usually people flip out over that on Twitter. But this this time they do it, and everyone's like, oh, well, I guess you don't really have any other spots. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. sure, okay. <laughs> you have good players everywhere else. Well, yeah, draft, yeah. do whatever you want. And they also uh, they did it with the 32 pick, right? So, you know, more or less was a second rounder, right? Yeah, exactly. So, no, I I think that – I don't know what the odds are right now. I haven't looked at them recently, mm-hmm. but they're the best bet to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Would you say for this regime or, or this, this – during the Patrick Mahomes era, if I give you over under two and a half Super Bowls for this team, what do you take? Two more? Yeah, over under two and a half Super Bowls. So they get one or two more. Over. Over? Wow, so you're going three. That's crazy because, like, I, I think I agree with you. They just have let... so much time, and yeah. he's really good. I understand that yeah. it's going to get a little trickier when his cap figure becomes $40 million. Yeah. But um, they just have so much time, and he's so good. It's just it's it's crazy, and I, well, let me preface this by saying I, I agree with you. I do think there there are going to be many more Super Bowls to come for Patrick Mahomes. It's just we probably would have said the same thing about the Green Bay Packers. And I was 09. just going to make the comparison when when, when we, Ross won that Super Bowl in 2011. We said, oh yeah. my God, he's in his he's in his mid 20s. They have so much time, mm-hmm. and, and here we they are. haven't they haven't been in the game since. They've had a couple of NFC championship game appearances, but they haven't mm-hmm. been in the Super Bowl since. Yeah, and we might have said the same thing about the Seattle Seahawks uh, a few years ago, right? Like when, when back when they had the when the Legion of Boom was still kind of in their prime, and now they should have won I, I, too. I think, but yeah, now they should have won more than they did. Uh, yeah. I think it's a little bit different, just because mm-hmm. for, for non quarterbacks, the year to year differential and how much you're able to to to, to get your team to different because we didn't know Wilson was a superstar when they won that first Super Bowl against Denver, right? Yeah, I, I think that we would have maybe thought of things a little bit differently from Seattle's perspective, but uh, the, the point stands that you often think, oh yeah, there are more Super Bowls to come here, and usually there are not. Um, it's hard to win multiple Super Bowls with anything resem- close to resembling the same core, which is why the fact that the Patriots had have won multiple Super Bowls with similar cores twice. They did they they won three times in six years with two different rosters, essentially, other than the, the head coach and the quarterback. That's crazy. Um, I I think that with this Kansas City group, like like you you have a, a genius offensive play caller and a quarterback that can do things that no one else in the world can do 
Like that's that's a tough combo. That's a tough combo. I think that they'll find a way to win more than one more. I do. I completely agree with you. I think at least one more and probably two. This year will be their best chance for a while, though, is what I will say. True, yeah. That, that, that's, when Mahomes' yeah. cap number starts to get a li- like, and, and, here, and here's the other thing. We don't know what the NFL salary cap is going to look mm-hmm. like Post just COVID. because of, yeah. yeah, the way that the league conducts business has changed in a lot of ways. Now, of course, NFL owners are still going to be printing money. The question is how much money are they printing? Not whether they're printing money or not. But if you go to the Patrick Mahomes over the cap page and look at this year's cap number, five million bucks, like if you have Patrick Mahomes at five million dollars, that gives you 195 plus million to fill out the rest of the roster. That's pretty good. That cap number next year goes to 24 million, 31, 42, 39. Now, the salary cap should, you would think, go up. But we don't know that for sure. So this is their best chance when Mahomes is making 2.4% of the salary cap. This is their best chance for a while. And I think they have the best chance out of any team in the league to win. Yeah, I completely agree. They are one, they are one offside. They're one D Ford offside penalty away, and I really believe this. From having two Super Bowls in a from row. From having yeah. two consecutive Super Bowls. From potentially I, three-peating this year, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And now, now I know people say, hey, maybe they wouldn't have won the second year if they didn't win. I, I understand that. But basically, they were centimeters away from having from, from winning the Super Bowl two years ago in Mahomes' first year as a starter. They win the Super Bowl in the second year as a starter. Like they're uh, they're cooking, obviously. Yeah, I would say yeah. The the they were centimeters centimeters cost them the first one, and then in, in insane, centimeters got the second one. Got them the second one right on the fourth. So. Say it's a, they do say it's a game of inches. Game of inches. Um. Uh, the yeah, the Chiefs are just. They, they, I'll say this. I think even what they are supremely managed right now, and I think that even when his cap goes up, they're going to find a way to find a lot of veteran guys to come in and on discount deals and stuff to fill the I think that that might be some of that too. I think so I, I just think, I think this is this and is you know what else I think they'll be able to do your team. Yeah. Uh, and you know what else I think they'll be able to do and Mahomes is going to be able to make this happen. Whereas you can like take a fourth round flyer on some speed demon mm-hmm. as a rider. Yeah. And they'll just come in like, look, let's look at McCole Hardman. I know a lot of people are talking about him from a fantasy perspective this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I see it, but that people are talking about him. Yeah. I think there's going to, there are more McCole Hardman's in our future. Yeah. Now, the one guy that I don't think they'll be able to replicate, I don't think there are more Travis Kelseys around. No. Yeah. That one's, That's, that, that one's a little bit more of a rarity. But mm-hmm. uh, for now, this, this is a really goddamn good team with Absolutely. a genius play caller and the best quarterback on the planet. So it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Las Vegas Raiders, uh, seven and a half is there. And I, I, I guess I should have had more fanfare when i said las vegas raiders um because uh, obviously we you, we talked about this this time last year with bill i think during week one about how they were going to want their uh first year in las vegas to be this big showy production and uh well, that's that's been derailed yeah it's clearly been derailed but uh, here we are the las vegas raiders first year in las vegas um seven and a half is the win total minus 105 over minus 125 under uh six was their win total last year hit the over with seven wins pretty solid uh, i have them as a stay away i think they're going to be right around seven and nine again maybe eight and eight so seven and a half is just the perfect thing and i don't i don't feel like i i really want to put money on this raiders team uh what do you think craig well let me tell you something man this guy's a real football player here. <laughs> spider y banana uh knock on wood if you hear me <laughs> <laughs> uh 
I actually think he did a good job last year. He I did. Think, it, it, I think we, the offense, like, it's a throwback offense, but yeah. because teams in the league are not necessarily used to seeing that anymore, it's it, it's kind of unique. I think it's a nice. I think it's a nice offense. We bagged uh, on Gruden last year, and quite frankly, he's an easy target. But yeah. I, I think it's the same as Bill. O, I think it's the same as Bill O'Brien, where it's just like game day. He can put together a scheme and an offense. It's just he doesn't have the talent right now yeah. because him and Mayock are a little bit nuts with how they <laughs> are trying to build this roster. Now, right? Like, I would su- suggest to you mm-hmm. that right now, if you're the Raiders, you feel pretty good about the Khalil Mack deal. Yes, 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 for sure. Which yeah. is insane Which, to say. Yeah, I know. But you're like, okay, no, we're fine with that. You feel better uh, about it, for sure. Yeah. You feel better about it than probably you did the day you made it. Mm-hmm. Um, they were 12th in offensive DVOA last season. Mm-hmm. Way to DVOA. Pretty good. Fun to watch from week to week. Yep. I, I had a couple of nice uh, lace. Twenty seventh in defense. Yeah, went toe to toe in for three quarters anyway in both games against the Chiefs, if I remember correctly, and then the Chiefs uh, no, were the like, second the second game. Oh, against the second the, game was the four the four touchdown yeah, first quarter. The Holmes right? had four yeah, touchdowns in the second quarter. Yeah, that that's sorry, that's yeah, on me. That's yeah. that's not uh, right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. That was <laughs> like, why. I sorry. I remember it was significant in some sort of way. And you're right. The, yeah. The, 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 I think there was a uh, like basically yeah. like if there was ever an NFL version of Krusty the Clown screaming at the TV, he's yeah. spinning the ball on his finger. Yeah. It was in the second quarter against the Raiders. Yeah, Mahomes had like a 40 year old pass he threw under his leg. Yeah. I think at one point, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he threw one off the opposing upright and then back to somebody <laughs> else. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, so good. Uh, for some reason, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters team was playing. Uh, yeah, no, their uh, their defense is bad. I, I think will still be bad. I think the offense might be better. I think this is a top ten offense. I really believe yeah, I, that. I think so too. Yeah, and I, they'll, I think, they'll be more fun fantasy wise than anything. It's just yeah, Derek yeah. Derek Carr. How far is he going to take them? Is this yeah, this is the what, year where they got to make a decision on him, right? What's Derek Carr's ceiling? I think that's a good question. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Marcus Mariota is going to take over. I don't know if I see it. I don't think. Yeah, he's that's that's yeah, um, that's going to be weird for but, sure. But they they went and spent some money on the defense. You bring in Nick Kwiatkowski. You bring in Corey Littleton. I just don't know if that makes a difference. I just don't know if uh, inside linebackers the spot to spend your cash. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, they are. Uh, they're in a spot where uh, I think that the offense will be pretty good. I think that uh, I, th- there's going to be a Henry Ruggs game at some point this season where Henry Ruggs catches two screen passes that go for 80-yard touchdowns. Like, that's going to happen at some point. Uh, it's just a matter of being able to figure out when that game's going to be. Uh, I think that uh, the offense is going to be pretty good. I really do. Los Angeles Chargers, 7.5, minus 130 on the over, plus 100 on the under. Last year, they were 10 and went wildly under when they finished with five wins. Um, the time-honored tradition of the key player to uh, of, of one of the key players to the Los Angeles Chargers entire season going down with a season-ending injury, a, a tradition unlike any other. Uh, Derwin James out, seven and a half plus one hundred on the under. A, a dead nuts on under for me for the Chargers. I like the coaching. I like what they're attempting to do, but this team is just in woefully snake bit. Yeah. Like, um, Derwin is a really important player. Yeah. I, I just under, under, like, massive under for me on the Chargers. Don't see No, it. I, I, I agree Tough with division, you. too. I agree with you. And look, I, I think that Tyrod Taylor gets a, got a little of a bad mm-hmm. rap in Buffalo. Love Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. 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 I just think that it's going to be it's going to be tough for them this year. I think they're going to have a hard time keeping people away from Tyrod. The defense, though, has, I think, has a chance to be really good. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think this you is have Melvin Ingram. I, I know that I, knew, I know that losing Derwin James is, the, is a problem. I'm not I'm not disputing that. But so you have Bosa. Ingram and Bosa, and you've got you, you have Chris Harris coming over from Denver, which I think will be pretty helpful. Linval Joseph coming over from Minnesota. Like you have reason to believe that this is uh, this is going to be a nice defense. I just think that I, I don't know if I trust this offense to keep them in enough games. And I also, and we talked about this around the draft, I think, I don't think that Justin Herbert is going to be a very good NFL quarterback. Yeah. I, I have I, my doubts about that. And he's not going to, obviously, Tyrod Taylor is going to be starting, but I would, I would Tyrod, gather. Sorry, but I, I, I have a feeling. Week five-ish. That, yeah, yeah, let me look at the schedule and see. But uh, yeah. uh, I have a feeling that, yeah, it's not going to be long until Herbert comes in, and I don't think that that's going to necessarily be something that is uh, big time help for them. So they've got Bengals week one. Sure. Uh, home to the Chiefs, which that's not the best. Probably an L. Uh, Panthers at home at the Buccaneers at the Saints. And that's a night game. And a uh, well, night game in the Superdome. But that being said, the Superdome is going to be a little bit different because no one's going to be there. Uh, and then home to the Jets at the Dolphins, home to the Jaguars. So it's a bit of a tough schedule, but there's that Jets, Dolphins, Jaguars stretch of the schedule. That feels like, so you, you do the night game and you let Taylor take his licks and then you put Herbert in for that Jets, char- that Jets Dolphins, Jaguars stretch. That makes sense to me. That's smart. Yeah, that sounds smart. Um, I like the under, though. I think I think they're going to be a 5-6 win team, so I like the under on 7.5. Yeah, I agree. Getting plus 100. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, Craig. Unfortunately, uh, Vegas, too smart for us. Um, I thought, I was hoping this line would come in at 7.5 and, and we would be able to pound the over. Unfortunately, Vegas, too smart for us. They make the over-under on the Los Angeles Rams a 9 Ooh, uh, see, see that you're right. They are smart because th- yeah. this has bounce back written all over it. Absolutely. Everything about the roster. I really yeah. believe that. Yeah, minus one, minus one hundred five on the over two, minus one twenty five on the under. Uh, they had nine wins last year. They, I mean, they, they, they. they Every they, I, this, this is what I tell people the Rams. No effing way season. Everything that could have possibly go gone went that could have possibly gone wrong basically mm-hmm. did go wrong, yeah. and they won nine football games. Exactly. So like that's, uh, that's a good roster, and I know people say, well, Jared Goff's overpaid. Yeah, Jared Goff is overpaid, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, at the same time, you like. He's he's a like middle of the road NFL quarterback, and that with this roster, middle of the road NFL quarterback is uh, is not too bad. Uh, also, interesting thing on Jared Goff. If we were talking about Stafford earlier. If they were to cut Jared Goff right now, hypothetically, not that they would, or thinking about it, uh, they would have um, seventy eight million dollars in dead money. <laughs> oh, that would, what was it for Stafford? Nineteen, you said. I yeah, that's right. Oh, so this wow. is basically the first year of the big contract, and there's all these yeah. guarantees. He's left in it. So, yeah, they did that. It'd be, so they cut him this year at $78 million. They cut him the following year at $49 million. Then after that, they actually can get away from it. Yeah. So I, f- I forgot they won nine but, games last year because it seems so much worse for them, it, it, especially the way the games were going. So Games. Now, yeah. and yeah, they had a couple of uh, high-profile games that went terribly for them. Remember that night game against Baltimore where, actually, I take back what I said earlier. In that game, Lamar Jackson was spitting the ball on his finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that night game, there was a Monday night against Baltimore. And uh, I remember this because I was playing my brother in fantasy football. And I have Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and Mark Andrews on my roster. And I needed, like, mm-hmm. 65 points or something. Yeah. And, by a minute <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the middle of the second quarter. Because, like, Ingram caught a screen pass for a score. Yeah. And... 
oh yeah, we we're going to have a fun sweat tonight. No, no, there was like, no, okay, there's two hours left in this game and I've already got my 65 points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't stop anyone. But if you look at the numbers, 13th in offensive DVOA, mm-hmm. wait, ninth in defense. Mm-hmm. And I could see both of those being better yeah. this season because you have a full season with Jalen Ramsey. You have, I would presume, better play from the interior of the offensive line because that was the big problem last year. And yeah, they've lost some guys. Brandon Cooks is gone and they lose Littleton and Littleton was, you know, Littleton's a nice player. But I just think that they are going to be better potentially on both sides of the ball. Yeah, the the nine wins for me, it just sucks. I was hoping they'd come in at seven and a half or something, or or eight. Yeah, Even if it, exactly. if it was eight, I could take the See, over. The people, but the people that set these lines, they know, they know too smart, all man. The, too smart. All the, all the stuff that I just said, they know it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So too smart, too smart for us. So I just have the Rams. This is stay away, unfortunately. Uh, next up, the Miami Dolphins, who started last year. They they were the Sharps pick, and thank. God, I listened to the Sharps, even though I didn't quite understand it myself. But they were the Sharps' number one pick last year with the over four and a half, despite the fact it looked like they were purposely trying to lose. And I believe they started 0-10 or something like that, and then won five of their last seven and hit the over. And they cost the Patriots uh, a bye in the playoffs, which was... Yeah, fantastic. Uh, As uh, Fitzpatrick showed up and and did that sort of thing. That was great. Um, Supremely coached by Brian Flores. Truly believe in him. Just just a leader of men, I think, Brian Flores. Um, Six and a half is the over-under this year. Minus 110 uh, for the over. Minus 120 for the under. What do you say about the Miami Dolphins, Craig? Uh... I kind of like the under, but mm-hmm. I actually I, I really like the projection of this team. If that makes yeah. sense, even the under this year. Yeah, uh, trending uh, in the right direction for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because if you t- if you t- said last year to a Dolphins fan, mm-hmm. it becomes pretty evident that Brian Flores is a good NFL coach, which I think mm-hmm. he is, and I think everyone would agree with that. Just a leader of men, like I said. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. You have some, yeah. you have some, you have some nice pieces, and at the end of the year, you wind up with Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Are you okay with that season? I think every Dolphins fan would have said yes. They still have some. They, they still have some draft capital here from the uh, from the tanking. Um, I just there were some free agent moves they they made that I was a little bit perplexed by. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're this is a good team. Nothing going to get like better. Cap killing though, but I agree. With no, you. yeah, nothing yeah. like yeah. the guy that they gave a ton of money to was Byron Jones, but Byron Jones is really good, so that's fine. Yes. Uh, one that I the ones that I was I was confused a little bit by Kyle Van Noy, and yes, we talked about that, that a little one was bit strange. a little bit with the Lions, but we'll talk about it here too. Um, if Bill Belichick says, you know what, I don't know if I need this guy. No, I don't. I'm not going to pay him as much as you want to. If Bill Belichick saying that, you probably made a mistake. Yeah. It's the reverse situation when the Bills were bidding against the Patriots for Stefan Gilmore when Stefan Gilmore is a free agent coming out of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick's like, no, no, I, I think we should pay this guy. If you're the Bills, you should also think that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> anyway, um, no, they're uh, they're in a good spot. I, I really like the roster. The the I have some questions about the offensive line still, which was just a debacle last season. And I don't know if it's going to be a lot better this year. They went out in the draft and they uh, they picked Austin Jackson, and I think that they they obviously see him as a as a franchise left tackle with with one of their several extra first round picks that picked Austin Jackson. They see him as a franchise left tackle going forward here, and if if they're right about that, and they're right about Tagovailoa, they're going to be in a really good spot this team. Yeah, um, I had them as a stay away because I think they're going to be around six wins again. So I'm. I, and I, I think I went that might through... be a little bit lower than that. 
Just yeah, I, I went through the emotional roller coaster with the Dolphins last year. I don't feel like going through it again when they were when they were like 0 and 11 or whatever it was, and I was like, why did I listen to the to the smart people? Why are they smart? And then all of a sudden it happened, and I'm like, oh, that's why. Um, so they were yeah. 20th on offense in DVOA yeah. last season, 17th on defense. Mm-hmm. Which of those do you think improves, or maybe you think both? Um, I, th- I think both, but I think the offense more so than the, uh, well, let oh, me the, ask you the, this. Yeah. When does Tua get in? That's a good question. I'm thinking week five, week six, sort of. Eh. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Here's yeah. there. I, I know that we go through this every year with every first round quarterback, like, oh, maybe he's not going to play. Um, this is a guy coming off a pretty serious injury. This is a guy who hasn't had any preseason time, limited reps. I think that there's a chance in this particular situation that Fitzpatrick plays well enough to start all 16 games. That you know what you're right. Yeah, I I, I should have. Now I don't think that's my the question. Is, do, do we see him this year? I don't think. Yeah. I think we do. I think that the likely outcome is Tagovailoa gets in at some point. But I think that there is there uh, there is a several versions of this season. If you played the season out a thousand times, there's more than a few versions where Ryan Fitzpatrick starts all 16 games for the Dolphins. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, uh, win totals nine. Same as last year, finished with 10 wins. Um, another uh, crazy uh, playoff win against the Saints. What's well, our yearly tradition with the Vikings, isn't it? Apparently, yeah, two years in <laughs> a row. Ripping out the hearts of the New, year, the New Orleans Saints fans. Saints yeah. fans, yeah. Um, minus 105 in the over, minus 125 in the under. Uh, stay away from me. Vikings are going to be around 9, 10 wins again, and I don't like the juice going either way. Um, really like their their defense again especially after they got uh, Ngakwe from uh, Jacksonville for virtually nothing, as previously discussed in the Jaguars segment. Um, lost to Stefan Diggs hurts because uh, there were a lot of games that were won by Kirk Cousins just closing his eyes and saying, go get it, Stefan. And, uh, nope. and he did. Now, I think you'll have a healthier feel in this season. True, yeah. Uh, and I like the Justin Jefferson addition. I think that's going to help this offense. Delvin Here's what I'll say. With some question marks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fair. Here's what I'll say. But but Madison is right there, uh, mm-hmm. if needed. Their problem last year with both Cook and Madison got hurt at the same time. That yeah. that was their uh, that was their problem last year when it came to the running back situation. Uh, what I will say is this: um, we talked about a lot of bets here today. I don't know if there's a bet that I like more than the Vikings to win the NFC North. Yes. Because you are essentially getting, from an odds perspective, they're treating each of these teams relatively equally. Like, you get a little more juice with the Lions than you would Mm -hmm. with Minnesota, Green Bay, or Chicago. But these teams are being sort of seen as relatively close to equals. Not exactly equals, but relatively close. I just think that, on paper, the roster's close enough. I think Minnesota's roster is maybe slightly better than some of the other teams. But to me, it comes down, you and I were talking about this a little while ago. Yeah, just via text. Mm -hmm. I think that Mike Zimmer, Gary Kubiak, if they're running the offense and defense for Minnesota, I think that makes them better than these other teams in this division. Because I don't trust the coaching as much for the other teams. Absolutely. So, to me, I I think that the the rosters, just if you look at the players on the roster, relatively close. I think Minnesota has the best roster, but it's close. I think that there's a huge coaching edge that the Vikings have that I don't think the other teams can claim and i think that might be what makes the difference especially in a season where you don't have as much time for coaching so i think that the i think that people say well this means that the good coaches can't coach their guys up as much i think it just means that the good coaches know what's important can get things to their guys quicker 
I think that uh, the Vikings to win the NFC North is one of the better bets this season. I really like it. Yeah, I like that better than any of their win totals for sure. Yeah, because here's the thing: this the, the the nine win total. You can push this bet, and the Vikings might still win the NFC North. This might be a nine and seven division win type of season. True. For this for this particular division. It's definitely the the NFC North seems to be people are having a lot of problems nailing that down because uh, um, like people have like there's analytics guys who have the Lions as, as a dark horse, um, the Green Bay Packers every year they do something obviously. Um, and, 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 you know we were talking about if you played the season out a thousand times. I think this is a season where you know Detroit wins the NFC North you know a hundred times. And Chicago wins 200, and 200 times, and Green Bay wins 300, and Minnesota wins 500. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah. Something like that. But the odds are not reflecting that. Yeah. It's a situation where the odds are saying, well, Minnesota, Green Bay, Chicago, Detroit, not terribly different from one another. And maybe they are. New England Patriots, here we go. Um, nine wins is their, is their win total. Last year was 11.5. They hit the over with 12. Nine wins. For the New England Patriots, not since their their over under total has not been less than double digits, save for the one year Tom Brady was suspended for the first four games, and even then I took the over and laughed. And he went three and one in those games, by the way. Yeah, um, including the uh, the the game with where Jacoby embarrassed. Who was it? The Chargers or something on Monday Night Football where it wasn't even it, the it, there was Texans. Yes, it was the Texans. Good call. Um, mm-hmm. Minus 130 on the over, plus 100 on the under. I am paying the juice on the minus 130. Uh, give me the over on the New England Patriots. I just um, believe in that staff. I believe in everything I want to do. I realize they've had a ton of COVID holdouts. Um, That's the big thing to me. Which is, hurts, but... The defense was due for a little bit of regression anyway, just because it's hard to play that level of defense yeah, year after year. But... Um, I believe in. I just. I believe in Cam. They're just, they're just lost a bunch of guys, and that's that's the question: is which version of Cam do we get? And for the sake of entertaining football, even though I don't want the Patriots to have good things happen to them, for the sake of entertaining football, I like. Hey, yeah, what if we were to have the 2015 Cam Newton, or even like remember the Panthers were six and two in 2018. Cam busts up his shoulder, and then they are terrible the rest of the way. Yeah, the version of Cam where the Patriots were six and two, or the Patriots, the uh, the Panthers are six and two. Like that, that, that guy's not that long ago. That's two years ago. Like that's, yeah. but Cam has been really, really banged up since those things happen. And he's a guy who obviously plays in a way where you're going to get banged up from time to time. So I don't know. I, uh, I hope that the healthy max version of Cam Newton's available just for entertainment purposes. I just don't know if it will be. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm believing in Belichick. I'm believing in McDaniels and I'm believing in Cam Newton. And I'm, sure. I'm taking the over, and I'm, pay, I'm paying the juice. I, th- I think they get to double-digit wins, and I still think they're going to win this division. So. I think if you swapped, like, and look, I don't think that uh, Sean McDermott's bad, but I think if you swapped coaching staffs, obviously, I think that even even with Josh Allen, Cam Newton, different places, but it doesn't matter. Uh, people would be talking about how the Buffalo Bills are this oh. massive favorite in the AFC. Oh, oh yeah, they'd, they'd be they'd be like a 13-14 win team with that. Yeah. yeah, if they if they swapped rosters or whatever, even even with yeah. Josh Allen, absolutely. Uh, New Orleans Saints ten and a half, one of the uh, one of the bigger ones we've seen. Um, other than the two teams that are the prohibitive Super Bowl favorites, um, they are one of uh, four teams. They are the third of four teams with a double digit win total. Uh, ten and a half minus one fifteen bo- going both ways. Uh, ten was their win total last year. They won thirteen games and, uh, as we mentioned, uh, lost a heartbreaker uh, to the Vikings for the second year in a row. Um, 
Alvin Kamara on a little bit of a holdout, but it seems like they're going to get that figured out. Um, just a lot of pot. This felt like a lot of posturing. Didn't 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 wasn't worried at all that this was going to be like a Le'Veon Bell situation with Kamara. Um, just just feels like a lot of posturing, and then they're going to get him a nice nice deal there, um, or nice reasonable deal, I should say, for for someone that plays his position. Um, ten and a half, a little too high for me. Obviously, I don't like taking double digit uh, wins on teams not named the. Uh, uh, New England Patriots. How do you feel about the Saints, Craig, at ten and a half? Uh, no Superdome, which yeah. is something. No, no Superdome at, advantage this year. Yeah. Now maybe like part of the advantage is the turf, but yeah, you don't have the crowd. Jeez, um, this this might be the best roster in the league. Mm-hmm. I know I've talked about that. I mentioned you know really good roster here, but good roster there. Uh, this is the Ravens, best roster yeah. in the. League, I think mm-hmm. if you just look at the depth at every position, the important spots. This is a really, really good team. They should come out of the NFC. They should come out of the NFC. Will yeah. they, I don't know. They keep shooting themselves in the... Like, like they keep... Oh, losing right, and... well, see, here's the thing. If it, like, did, did they shoot themselves in the foot against Minnesota this past season? Yes, they should have won that yeah. game. They didn't play very well. Mm-hmm. The two previous losses, one, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't blame them for the pass interference thing. Obviously. No, that was uh, tragic and then, is what happened. Yes, there was a mistake made clearly on the Minneapolis Miracle. But that was just like a random weirdo game that you lost at the worst possible time. Mm-hmm. Um, this 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 team is really good. This is a really really good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like them I, enough to take the ten and a half? I'm thinking about it because you mentioned like, well, okay, you know, Bill Belichick. Like mm-hmm. again, Sean Payton, Drew Brees is a nice combo if you're going to take it with somebody else. Absolutely. Um, and, and you mentioned Teddy Bridgewater is, if something does happen to Brees. Well, in this case, it's Jameis Winston or Jameis Winston. Sorry, yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, here's what I think, though, is the is the other. By me. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's a di- different previous Saints yeah. backup. Um, I just look at this team, and I just don't see like there there aren't a lot of holes anywhere on the roster. They're good on offense. They're good on defense. They bring in Malcolm Jenkins, which I think will really help the defense. Plus, we talked about the lack of practice time and the lack of time to implement schemes. If you have a head coach and a quarterback who have work been working together on Sunday schemes for a decade, plus which is where these guys are at, and they've been doing it for almost 15 years, that's an advantage that the other teams aren't going to have. You know what I mean? It's not going to be a matter of, hey, yeah, we've got to show the quarterback how to do this, or I've got this great idea. It's two guys that have been game planning together for a decade and a half. So not having like preseason time to do walkthroughs or uh, exhibition games or things along those lines, I think that's going to be a bigger problem for other teams than it is for these guys. I agree. Uh, Are you taking the over... Or the under. Yes, I am. I'll take right. a I like it. Take a stance. Uh, stay away from me. It's just I personally just don't take double-digit lines. That's just me. But I admire the gumption on the over. And at minus one fifteen, you're not even paying a lot of juice, so I don't. I don't mind it at all. New York Giants. Um, six and a half is their win total. Plus one hundred on the over. Minus one thirty on the under. So a lot of the juice is on the under. Uh, six is their win total last year. Finished with four wins, so a higher win total. Even though they didn't exceed the thing last year. Um, healthy Saquon this year. Daniel Jones a little bit older, a little bit wiser. Um, I like everything that I'm hearing out of their coaching staff. They got a brand new coaching staff as well. Um, I like everything I'm hearing out of their like quote unquote camp that is like going on right now. Cause it's not a traditional camp, obviously in the COVID era, but like, you know, a lot of, a lot of positive stuff 
coming. Just a lot of things that if you're a Giants fan, I think you like hearing it. I don't know if that translates uh, for us gambling-wise, but um, I, the Giants just, to me, uh, trending a little bit in the right direction. Never had at any point... Um, due to various injuries, suspensions, what have you, never had all four of their starting receivers going um, at any point last year. Should have that. Again, healthy Saquon. Um, do you like the Giants to get to seven wins and hit the over, Craig? No. No? Okay. No, I think that they'll. That this will be a team that scores points, but I think that they're going to just be awful on defense. I got them around six wins again. I think I, I like. I mean, they finished with four last year. I like them. I like them to to win a couple, uh, a couple more. But uh, don't feel strong enough to give them seven and nine. So New York Giants is a stay away for me. But certainly seems like they're trending in the right direction. I, I, I yeah. I, I, there's stuff to like here, but I like the uh, I like the under. I just think that and okay. like there there was some positive things with Jones last year. Uh, I'm interested to see what it looks like with Jones in year two. Uh, they can, they can prove some people wrong if Jones is good, but we'll see. The New York Jets, good Lord. Um, seven is their win total this year. Um, and before you get super excited about that, the juice on the under is minus 140. Um, their over-under win total last year was seven and a half. They finished with seven wins last year, inexplicably. Uh, plus 110 is the over. Um, obviously, I like the under. Their roster is a goddamn tire fire. Adam Gase might be the worst coach in the league. Probably is 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 a candidate for first coach. Is definitely a candidate for first coach fired. Um, mm-hmm. For some reason, is also allowed to do a little bit of backseat GMing. Um, who knows what the hell is going on with Sam Darnold? Is he a good quarterback? Probably not. Or could he have been a quarterback? Could he have been a good quarterback if he went anywhere but to this situation? Probably. Um, the whole mono thing last year just just a disaster. I just and I, I spoke about a lot of positive stuff coming out of the New York Giants, who were trending in the right way. Feel the exact opposite about their about their state counterparts. Um, the Jets trending in the wrong direction. Roster looks awful. Paying too much money for stuff like running backs and running back who who is getting paid too much money and now wants out. And why wouldn't you? Because the Jets are in turmoil. Um, I would love the under. I just don't like the minus one forty, and it's a shame. Um, so I have the Jets as a stay away. What say you? I think this seems terrible. Yeah, I like the under. I think that they're going to they they rebuilt the offensive line, but a lot of the players they got are bad. So that's not good. <laughs> um, I think that, and, and we talked about it earlier. This year should be all about finding out. Hey, is Darnold someone that we, is good? Because like they're not that far away from having to make a decision on what happens with Sam Darnold, because they have the fifth year op. They, so they have next year, then it's fifth year option time, and then who knows? So they're not that far away from having to make a decision on Sam Darnold. And right now, the decision would have to be no, we can't pay you because we don't know enough about whether you're good. And I don't know if they're going to learn anymore with the way that the offense is set up this year. If your best receiver is Jamison Crowder, how much do we find out about Sam Darnold? Mm-hmm. If your offensive line is brutal, how much do we find out about Sam Darnold? Ugh, what a bad team. Just a, just an awful, awful team. Now, they just <sighs> brought in Douglas. They've just brought in Joe Douglas. So a lot of this mess isn't his fault. And the things that Joe Douglas did this past offseason, okay, we're going to sign Brashad Perriman to like a relatively reasonable deal. 
So maybe he's the best receiver. Either way, that's 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 a decent signing. That's okay. In the first round of the draft, we're going to take Mackay Becton because he's <laughs> this massive monster of a of an athlete. Like, okay, that that makes sense. They did things that made sense. Just he he inherited such an awful situation that I don't get it. The Jamal Adams trade, nice work by Joe Douglas, because they're going to be bad anyways. Who cares whether you have Jamal Adams on the roster or not? Yeah. And, and so got like a nice haul first, to help rebuild. Yeah, get two first from Seattle. Move along with your life. Um, they made a good trade. Uh, yeah. So I think that they have done some smart things since Joe Douglas took over. But again, that's only like he, he's only had one offseason, and this team was a disaster before that. And I know that I just said, well, you don't have any receivers to find out whether whether Darnold's good. I just don't know who else they were supposed to go get. Is the other is the other half of that equation. Like, who are you supposed to add to that receiving core, even if you're spending money? Unless, it's not like there are a bunch of guys out there. I know there are some people who would say, well, take a receiver instead of Beckton in the draft, but they needed the offensive line help perhaps just as badly yeah, as they need the receiver help. You can't really go after them for that either. So uh, the, the, like, I, I think that the current front office group is um, it, it has done some good things, but they were left such a disaster. It doesn't really matter for this year. I mean, they 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 literally did an episode on. I mean, I shouldn't say literally because that's obviously overused and used improperly. But they they did an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where uh, one of the characters committed suicide because of the New York Jets. That's 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 the current state of the New York Jets, right? Like that that you can that a like probably one of the best comedies going right now <laughs> wrote a an episode where somebody was like, I can't take it anymore with the Jets and. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 where the Jets at are at right now. Are you willing to uh, to pay the minus one forty juice on the under, Craig? Yeah. Okay, I like it. Um, I'm I'm I don't like the juice, so I'm staying away. But the under is is far and away the play here. I I don't see them. I like they might be a dark horse Trevor Lawrence, um, thing here. They might finish with two or three wins. It's a disaster there. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, nine and a half. Craig, minus 125 for the over, minus 105 on the under, just to stay away from me. Um, if they can stay healthy, they can win the division and get 10 games. But if not, I, I just don't know. Is it is it is Wentz going to stay healthy? Not sure. Uh, absolute stay away from me on the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, this is a, a front office group, and a, that's 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 well thought of. Look, if you look at their if you look at their Our Labs page, the the depth chart actually looks pretty good, except for there's a couple of spots where you're like, wait a minute, what about this? Or wait a minute, whatever. There's just a couple of things that jump out at you, and you think to yourself, is this really going on here? Obviously, in this particular situation, to be wide receiver, uh, they 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 say they've loved what they've seen from uh, uh, Jalen Rager in camp, which okay, sure. Um, yeah. Why says that. you say anything else? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like, Everyone's about the first round pick every time. So yeah. I don't know what to. Uh, Hard to acknowledge that one, but uh, if we actually heard that, where it was like, "Oh man, I don't know," <laughs> that first round wide right receiver we took <laughs> might have been a mistake. Dude dropping, <laughs> dude dropping balls all over the goddamn place. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. Yeah, stay away from me from the Eagles, but I hope they hit the over and have a and have a good season. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This one hurts. Uh, this one hurts to me in the same vein as the Los Angeles Rams, where I was hoping it was one thing, but it is not. Um, and, and look at, look at the way they found a way to double screw us on this one, Craig. First off, the Steelers are nine and a half. I was hoping they would open up at seven and a half. 
Um, unfortunately, Vegas, super smart, realized that the Pittsburgh Steelers still had eight wins yesterday, even though Duck Hodges started multiple games for them. Um, and then to further compound the idea, if you, if you like the idea of the fact that Mike Tomlin, uh, you know, is one of the best coaches of all time, uh, and, and with a healthy Ben Roethlisberger and a svelte Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if you've seen the photographs of him, but ooh, looking lean, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, so they give us the nine and a half, and they further compound it, Craig, by giving the plus 110 to the over, just to tempt you to take the over, and then give you the minus 140 on the under if you think Ben uh, Ben Roethlisberger is cooked. So they've, they've just got this one, like, sewed up from all angles if you're Vegas. So for all those reasons and more, unfortunately this Pittsburgh Steelers team that I think is going to be pretty darn good and I'm fairly optimistic about, I, I can't place a future win totals bet on them just based on the way the numbers are right now. But I do think that this team is going to be very good. I expect them to make the playoffs, love their defense, and and as, as long as they're... I, I'll, I'll, the only thing that is a pause for concern is for some reason they chose not to address their backup quarterbacks. That was exactly what I was going to say right? is like that's... you have Ben Roethlisberger who's, you know, he's had injuries over the years and yeah. last year you had a, I think a pretty good team mm-hmm. that was eight and eight. That was just got like unbelievably off quarterback. And, play. And, yeah. Just, and one games where duck Hodges is throwing in, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a realistic guy. I, I know I could never be an NFL player, but like there were moments when I watched duck Hodges play where I was literally sitting on my couch thinking I'm in decent shape. I mean, could I just give them a little <laughs> something like just a little something, you know, like I, I realize the answer is no, but like, I'm just saying duck Hodges was that bad. Right. Like, yeah, he, just, he was Ben's 38. And yeah. you're not gonna have someone behind him who's capable of stepping up and and and, and yeah. playing. You're gonna it have the same like guys again feels, who were horrible last year. And feels like it would have been easy to get somebody. Like I mean, I there obviously were guys around. not paying the price for Nick Foles would be yeah. Dumb, okay. But like, yeah. could they think, have got uh, Teddy Bridgewater? Could they I, have got? Well, Teddy Bridgewater wound up getting sixty million bucks. True. However, you're right. here's here's where I think they could have done it. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton. Yeah, Why that's they, the one right there. Exactly yeah that Dallas gave him or maybe mm-hmm. slightly more. basically, yeah. basically one year deal with some incentives in there. Hey, if you play a bunch, we'll give you some more money, but you get 4 million bucks. Yeah, and if you're, you're looking at the exact same deal from those two teams and think to yourself, Hey, where am I more likely to get some snaps? Or well, even, even just like a fourth or higher pick that you've got, take a guy, right? Sure. Like now they would argue, like that, that, they would right? argue that, that from a, from a known quantity perspective that mm-hmm. Mason off, might be better than some guy that get in the fourth round. I don't know if that's true, but that's yeah, what they would argue. Uh, Mason Rudolph, when, when you get benched for Devlin Hodges, you're probably mm-hmm. not good, uh, which is exactly something that happened to Mason Rudolph. So, yeah, I think this team will be better. I think they'll be really good on defense again. I think they'll be better on offense, obviously, especially if Ben plays 14 games, because I don't know if you can count them for 16, but geez. Like, yeah. like Jameis Winston. Why was that? Yeah. Like, why could you have given him the exact same deal the Saints did? And again, if you're Jameis, aren't you thinking to yourself, well, maybe I'll get a few more snaps in Pittsburgh? Because you're, mm-hmm. you're playing to reestablish your value. Like, yeah. I just, I don't understand why some of those readily available solutions mm-hmm. were out there and they did not address them. Yeah. To not even have, like, to not even have acknowledged it whatsoever. Like, right. whatsoever. Like, they're going back in the year with... Just with, running it back when the quarterback yeah. situation was absolutely disastrous. And so again... 
Ben's not some guy that, oh, he had that one injury and that was it. Like he gets hurt every year pretty much. It's just this mm-hmm. particular version was relatively serious. So, yeah, geez, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I I still think they're gonna be I still think they're gonna be very good. I just I I didn't get the the, the not addressing of the backup quarterback whatsoever. Um, can't place a bet on the win total based on the numbers I'm seeing going both ways in the nine and a half. Um, anything to do you feel strongly uh, going one way or the other on the Steelers? Uh, no, I I, th- I think they're better than that, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Um. Just a scotch away from one one play on a fourth and thirteen or whatever the heck it was from from being Super Bowl champions. Uh, fortunately, it didn't happen for them. Unfortunately, sorry, uh, it didn't happen for them. Ten and a half this year, minus one twenty five in the over, minus one hundred five in the under. I I am not willing to bet this, but obviously we've got to worry about the Super Bowl hangover. And if this 49ers team, because they are so supremely coached, so supremely run, and still have a ton of talent, didn't lose a lot off their roster from the team that, again, was one, like, if, if a one play uh, went their way as opposed to not going their way, would be the Super Bowl champions. If they're going to have the Super Bowl hangover year, Craig, I it has to look exact same way as it happened for the Rams last year, right? Where every possible conceivable thing, just the no effing way season, but they still win like nine games. Right? And this like that's, seven playoff spots, nine games is enough to get you in. Might be enough to get you in. Right? I, so, what I would say about them though, is I think that the Niners, because remember the Rams is kind of a stars and scrubs roster, obviously, right? A little bit. Yeah. The Niners roster is a lot deeper. Mm hmm. So when they had things like clustering of injuries on the offensive line, uh, the Rams did. The Niners could maybe survive a li- not not crazy amounts, but they could maybe survive a little of that. And let's just look at Super Bowl losers the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear about the Super Bowl hangover from from time to time, and there there are definitely some examples. But yeah. if you look at you know, last year's Rams we just talked about. The previous year, the Super Bowl's lo- loser was the Patriots, who the next year won the Super Bowl. Atlanta definitely had that. Carolina, beset by injuries, Newton was crushed the the week one, the next game, the next season against yeah. Denver. Newton was hurt. Uh, the season before that was Seattle. They made the playoffs. Before that, Denver won the division. Before that, the 49ers were competitive, but didn't get back to the Super Bowl. Before that, it was the Patriots who lost the Super Bowl. They got to the AFC Championship game. The next was the Steelers. I forget what the Steelers' 2012 season looked like, but you see what I'm saying here is the the Super Bowl loser thing is, has has a mixed track record. I think the Niners yes. are fine. I think the yeah, Niners. The Super Bowl track record has trended, uh, or like the the Super Bowl hangover has has tracked less over as you as you just uh, rifled off that uh, that list so uh, well there a second ago um it, the, the super bowl hangover has trended less towards the season being a disaster um which it was what? say in like the early 2000s and been more yeah. to like boy a lot of weird stuff is is happening to this team now maybe it's because we're the the you know, the teams that lose the Super Bowl come back relatively good the next year, and we're just paying more attention to them, so we're zeroed in on them. But, yeah, as we mentioned, it was just a weird season for the Rams. Like, it, uh, it was basically the no-effing-way game, or no-effing-way season where a lot of weird crap happened. And, and as we mentioned, still won nine effing games and missed the playoffs by, by a scotch, right? 
So I, I, if the Niners have a quote unquote Super Bowl hangover, like I said, I think it'll look the exact same as the Rams where it's just like, boy, a lot of weird stuff happening to the Niners and just like, you know, just weird losses and, but like still winning games, but, um, uh, minus one, uh, 10, 10 and a half, minus 125 in the over, minus 105 on the under. Um, do you like the, the Niners' win total at all, Craig? I like the over. Mm. I just think the roster's really good. I think yeah. this is a really good team. They go out and get Trent Williams, which is a nice add. Uh, I'm a little concerned about the pass catching, but it looks like Debo Samuel is going to be ready to go sooner rather than later, which is good news. Mm-hmm. Um, they, again, the first round receiver. They're talking. They're saying great things about Brandon Ayuk in camp. But what I will say from a Brandon Ayuk perspective is he's a guy who's really good run after the catch, like with the ball in his hands. And if you're going to have a coach that's going to scheme to make him to get him into that situation, he's playing for the right guy. Um, and the defense it may, probably won't be as good as last year, just it's hard to, to to replicate that. And you lose a guy who's uh, who's obviously a really really good player when you when you made that trade with Indianapolis, but you. You, you bring in Javon Kinlaw, who had a nice college career at South Carolina. Um, and, you know, they're, they, they, I think they're a little bit deeper in the secondary this year. Maybe not, uh, um, they, maybe they won't be quite as good, but they're a little bit deeper in the secondary. I, I just like the team. I think that I, I, I think they're going to win the NFC West again. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, don't like the minus 125 juice, so stay away from me for the 49ers. But, uh, no, I, 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 but I don't think I'm going to place a lot of money on this. I just think yeah. they went more than that number of games. And I like them to buck the the perceived like Super Bowl hangover trend, but I'm just saying keep your guard up on that because it did happen. Because we probably said the exact same things as the Rams last year, and I just said keep your guard up for the Super, <laughs> for the Super Bowl hangover, and then it, it sort of happened to them. Like it just, again, weird stuff. And it would happen in the exact same way as previously mentioned that happened for the Rams. Seattle Seahawks, over under nine, but they're getting you on the minus 140 with the over. Uh, eight and a half was the win total last year with a pretty mediocre roster. Uh, finished with 11 wins, went to the playoffs. Um, Russell Wilson is fantastic. Um, the thing that you would point to with the Seattle Seahawks is that at some point, their luck in these one-score games, and I'm using luck in quotations here, uh, their luck in these one-score games has got to stop. I think they were 6-1 and one or 7-1 and one in one-score games again, and the previous year was it was similar numbers. Um, the problem is, normally, if, if your team kind of stays the same, you... Uh, Stuff like one-score game wins are considered luck, and if you if you have a record like the Seahawks constantly do, it should um, balance. It it should regress to the mean, which uh, would include them losing uh, a bunch of one-score games because one-score games are essentially coin flips. The problem is the Seattle Seahawks have Russell Wilson, who's one of the best quarterbacks who's ever played the game. And the reason they're in these dumb one-score games is because, for whatever reason, Pete Carroll, who's a pretty good NFL coach, um, doesn't feel the need to use Russell Wilson properly until it's the fourth quarter, and he has to. So if they played, instead of running for the first three downs in the first you know, two and a half to three quarters... If they just use Russell Wilson properly in those quarters, maybe some of those one-score games become two-score wins, three-score wins. But for whatever reason, Pete Carroll, again, pretty good coach, is just weird in the first quarter and feels he needs to do things like establish the run. Um, 
So I that it, it's just weird to me. I would just I would just cut him loose. I, I would just cut Wilson loose and 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 let him get you more scores early rather than having a bunch of heart attack and overtime wins. But um, that's neither here nor there. It's just weird. It's just like the 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 perceived luck is in the case of the Seattle Seahawks. I think it's perfectly explained. Um, when you just see that for some reason they don't let Russell Wilson be Russell Wilson until the second half of the game for whatever reason. Um, nine is the win total, minus 145 on the over, plus 110 on the under. How do you feel about the Seattle Seahawks, Craig? Um, it's going to be over. It's for this, yeah. like, not dissimilar reasons to what we said about Houston. Mm-hmm. You have this guy as your quarterback, you're probably going to be fine. That's, and that's and, pretty much it for me. <laughs> the Seahawks. I just, yeah. I, now, they, they probably won't be as good. Like last year, remember, they were an inch away from having home field in the NFC playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to be as good, but they'll they'll be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, here we go. Um, Did they do anything? Nine, in the- a couple things in the offseason. Uh, nine and a half is their win total. Minus 140 at the over, plus 110 is the or on the under. Um, they famously bring in, uh, Tom Brady. He is their quarterback. Um, they coax, uh, Tom Brady brings his from friend, uh, Rob Gronkowski, former, uh, WWE 24 seven champion. Rob Gronkowski is the official title of him on this, on this podcast. Uh, they coax him out of retirement. They add, um, as of a couple days ago, they signed the, uh, Leonard Fournette, who was cut by the Jaguars. Now, I'm not a big Leonard Fournette believer, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. They still have Godwin. They still have Evans. Presumably, they have a quarterback who will take care of the ball more (laughs) than the quarterback who had 30 interceptions last year. Um, They still have Bruce Arians, who's a pretty damn good coach. Um... Should be a lot of lot of lot of eyes on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm I'm dubious, but I am willing to uh, give it a shot. Um, don't feel strongly betting on them though. Um, nine and a half minus one forty plus one ten. What do you think, Craig? Uh, I like the over. I'm I'm just not going to take it at the nine and a half, but uh... I just I, I here's the thing I think that this was a good team last year that was sunk by bad quarterback play that's not going to happen this year and even if Tom's not what he used to be I think he brings a credibility and a gravitas to the building mm-hmm. that you can't really get anyplace else yeah just an you know of professionalism right yeah. right and I just think and the other thing I don't think he's going to throw thirty picks do you think that's <laughs> unlikely? No, even Tom Brady could be 50 and he wouldn't throw 30 picks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, So I don't think Tom Brady's throwing 30 picks. I think that, uh, and Tom also, and it's crazy just to say for a guy who owns six Super Bowl rings, Mm -hmm. Tom has something to prove. Yeah. Because Bill didn't think that Tom was good enough anymore. He thought that there were better options out there. And Tom wants to prove that no, there were not. It's, it, it, both those guys, oddly enough, have something to prove this year. Is hey, can I be successful without the other guy? Yeah. And I think that the answer for both of them is going to be yes. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what uh, 
what they come up with this year. But I think that uh, Tom Brady has uh, has a, a gravitas. And look, the the Buccaneers have been basically a franchise sans identity basically since the the late stages of the Gruden era, right? They now have an identity. They're the team that has Tom Brady. Like that. That that's, that's all you need to have an identity. And they're going to be on night games, and there's going to be an air to this is an important football game that you just don't have. They're not going to be the other four o'clock game on Fox that you like switch over yeah. to. Like, okay, well, it's a man, this huge Packers Cowboys game. This is fun. Uh, I guess we're going to see what's going on in Tampa Bay versus Carolina. Okay, all right, I'll go back, and that's not a commercial. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they're now a, they're now a team that you really want to watch, and I think that that has an impact on the building. I really do. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and then Tom Brady's also been uh, sneak like <laughs> they've been sneaking in practices since the beginning of COVID. Like basically, whenever Tom are you Brady... saying Pierce, Pierce, Pierce? Hold on a second. Yeah, are you saying that Tom Brady is breaking the rules in an effort to gain an advantage? Um, yeah, that, I said I'm backhandedly. <laughs> How that. Yeah. dare you, sir? Yeah, I know. I, I I know it's out of left field, and there's no previous precedent for this sort of thing, but. Tom Brady has 100% been sneaking in practices with all of his guys, even at the height of COVID. Like, basically, when he first signed, he was down there. The man has no fear for COVID whatsoever. And he um, also has no fear of the NFL because he specifically, true, yeah. he was like, you know, he, like, put, did pictures of him throwing, he did, like, stories of him throwing footballs to Rob Gronkowski on Instagram, and he's like, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm doing. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Just pure cops. madness. <laughs> yeah, easily, easily the most that uh, is, that, that is the type of, like, you know, the, the Seinfeld, I'm Keith Hernandez thing. Uh, is there yeah. Any more, is there any hubris that you could have in, in the history of sports more so than, I'm Tom Brady? Look yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are no rules. All right, All right. two teams left, uh, home stretch here. Uh, Tennessee Titans, eight and, a, eight and a half, minus 125, minus 105. Nine wins last year, a trip to the AFC Championship game. Uh, uh, ended the uh, the Patriots-Bilicek, or uh, like the Brady-Bilicek era. Uh, so kudos to them for that. Um, obviously, it all swapped for them when they when they switched uh, from Mariota to Tannehill. That there, there's there's a uh, there's, there's a pretty obvious uh, <laughs> moment where it all started to kind of click for Tennessee. Um, eight and a half. Little worried about uh, Derrick Henry. He had the uh, he had a lot of touches last year. He he, he like uh, he he hit that. Um, what is it like the the 387 mark or whatever it is he was yeah. he was well over that so historically guys uh, who've got the amount of tread that he got the year before do not uh, do as well the next year but uh, who knows uh supremely coached uh gave a lot of money to tan hill in the offseason so obviously they believe in him eight and a half on the tennessee titans what do you think Craig? This is one of the harder ones for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, oof, I think they're a nine and seven team, so I'll take the over. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, I, like, everyone's like, well, Ryan Tannehill's going to regress. I think he will. The question is, what does he become? Does he become the Ryan Tannehill Miami, or does he become like a, like, is he better than that? I think he's better than that. I don't think he's the best quarterback in the league, and he essentially was that for the last, what, month and a half of last season? I don't think he's that good, but he's good. So, yeah, I think that that I but the, the other underrated thing for them and we didn't talk about it with Denver is the Broncos got Jarrell Casey essentially for free because the Titans had some salary cap concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to need 
Jeffrey Simmons and one other guy to really step up on their defensive line because they're they're really thin there. They're really thin. Yes. Last up, the Washington football team, which is not just something we say in this podcast anymore. That's, That's now the official, official name. team name. Hilarious. Um, uh, five and a half is their uh, win total, plus 100, minus 130 is the under. Paid I don't care about the under being minus the juice on the under. I, I know the under is minus 130, but I'm okay with that. I'm taking the under. Paying the juice on the under. Yeah, it's just a, a, a dead it's enough a loss. Roster. Yeah. Bad, like, like bad roster, but the bad the, bad everything. Just bad everything going on. This team, this franchise gave Ron Rivera cancer. <laughs> let's just let's just put it out there. They gave Ron Rivera cancer. And and get well soon. I hope he beats it. God bless Ron Rivera, honestly. Everything about that man is awesome. Please please beat that as fast as you can and get back to get back to football. Love Ron Rivera. Wish him nothing but the best. But god damn it. Everything about this franchise, like like what an off season for this franchise. Like all of the bullshit. They did something coming. that they should have uh, should have done only because yeah. of capitalism, though. As we as we capitalism's undefeated, and uh, and 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 thank God capitalism was working in the uh, in the right direction on this one, where where the the sponsors pulled out without having to change the team name, and they reluctantly did. I, my my vote is for calling them the Red Tails and going with that cool airplane logo. I I've seen people doing up. I think I think that's really sweet. They should do that. Then they, they bring in Ron Rivera, who, again, unfortunately, gets diagnosed with cancer. They And now, like, the, in, in the past week, it's been nothing but allegations of insane amounts of, of sexual assault and sexual deviancy within the, within the brass of the organization from top to bottom. Just disgusting all around. Can't imagine cheering for this team. Like, imagine cheering for this team, Craig. It's just like, my God in heaven. And that's coming from a Detroit Lions fan. Just imagine cheering for, for, for the Washingtons. And just absolutely awful. It's a horrible roster. They won three games last year. I think it would be a stretch to say they won three games this year. I have them as a potential 0-16 uh, candidate. And and they're the front runner for for, for Lawrence. And I think, I think it's smart that they took uh, Chase Young with their number two pick this year. And because they're going to get their quarterback next year, I think. And and then hopefully uh, Ron Rivera and c- will be back and be able to, to build around around Lawrence and, and Young for, for these guys. But this franchise doesn't deserve uh, Trevor Lawrence. And I actually I hope that they get the number one pick because I would love to see if there's some sort of Eric Lindrossi type situation with Trevor Lawrence. If Washington's got the number one pick, Craig, because wouldn't you be tempted to do that if you were Trevor yes. Lawrence and Washington yes. had the number one pick? Like, my yep. God in heaven. Um, under, under, under on, on the Washingtons, just emphatically awful. Everything about this franchise. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, you, you said it all there. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's bad. It's bad. Like kind of sucks that we had to end on that, but, <laughs> like, but it is. Should have gone it, reverse alphabetic order. Yeah, I guess we should have. It is what it is. Could have started um, with interesting Arizona Cardinals. We could have ended with the very interesting Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of that. But um, I'm glad I was able to find the energy uh, to to 
rant about the the Washingtons uh, this deep into a pod. Um, we've been going for a while, so let's get out of here. Um, crossover Podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. We're also on uh, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please check us out on those and uh, rate and review us there. Um, that'll be it for this week, but it'll be a quick turnaround because, uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, we'll have to hammer out a time you, me, and we haven't talked with Bill yet, but I would imagine Bill will be back and we will be discussing dear God week one, Craig. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Holy God. Um, and yeah, so, uh, we'll be back for hopefully, uh, upwards of 21 weeks of uh, glorious football action, but uh, we'll see how it goes in 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 this uh, crazy crazy COVID era. Um, Craig, thanks for doing this. This was a long one, and I appreciate you sticking around. Um, congratulations to your Raptors, and uh, good luck with everything going forward. Take care, everybody. Want to do Super Bowl picks before we go? Super Bowl picks. Um, yeah. we're going to do that next yeah. week. No, no, no. Let's, let's do Super Bowl picks right now, real quick. Uh, who you got? Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. over the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. Okay. Wow. Oh, Super Bowl. So you're just going maximum money. <laughs> the, uh, Could you imagine the... how that would be the most gamble on Super Bowl of all time, obviously? Yeah. By, also, by like, significant margin. Also, if the Cowboys are in, I'm curious to see how the Super Bowl, and we can have this conversation at a later date when we're not, you know, almost uh, over two That's hours right. into a podcast, but, um, I would, I would like to have the conversation of, of what we think the Super Bowl will look like in February. And imagine if the Cowboys are there. Woo, boy. I am going to go the Kansas City Chiefs, and I, I, can't, I can't think of when this has ever happened in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs, once again, go over the San Francisco 49ers, Craig. I think, they, I think... Uh, the last time that would have happened would have been 1993 and 1994 when the Cowboys beat the Bills. Oh, sorry, 1992 and 1993 when the Cowboys beat the Bills. Cowboys beat, Cowboys beat the Bills twice. Yeah, that was the last time. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say that the Chiefs go over the San Francisco 49ers again. Thought about the Saints, but I, I think the Saints will, will stub their toe in the playoffs again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that'll be it. Um, so there you have it. Uh, take care, everybody, and we'll be back talking football next week. Cool, so-